Hello, everybody. <laughs> it is a Wednesday, June. No, I'm saying it's today because oh, we're doing it today. live. That's right. We're doing this live. Thank you, Justin. You're welcome. I'm trying to help uh, you out. By screwing me up. It's Wednesday, know, June 15th. We're recording the podcast as well. We are. We are. It's Wednesday, June 15th, 2017. And you're listening and possibly watching the Talking Games <laughs> podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Justin Townsend. Hello. Hugh Perry. I put my cap on the frog and I became the frog. <laughs> Matt Wood. Hi. And <laughs> Kelsey Lavati. Hi. <laughs> oh, we have a full house here for episode uh, 150. Big um, Where has all the time gone? Streaming live for uh, everybody today on twitch.tv slash talking games. Uh, we got a big, big show. It's episode 150, but also happens to be our E3 2017 wrap-up show as well, or I guess impression show. The show is still going on as we record this couple more days, but all the big announcements happen basically Saturday to Tuesday. So we're going we're gonna to bang through these press conferences and talk about all the big announcements and what we're most excited for. Uh, we're probably going to, we're, we're, we're playing to start from the beginning and go to the end, but Matt, it can't be with us the entire time. And the, and the most precious press conference to Matt is also the last. So most likely if we, if we waited till then, he would not be on the show. So we're going to talk about Nintendo first today. Um, and then we'll head on back to the to first, the first day. So a little bit of like a, a JJ Abrams structured episode here where we'll start at the end. And then wrap back around. Um, nice framing device. Um, so uh, anybody who's in the chat, uh, let us know how we sound. If everything's okay, just so we know we can fix it on the fly here. Uh, or Hugh can, because Hugh is uh, actually doing all the tech work on the live streaming today. So. Yeah, because it went so well before. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. But we figured it out, because apparently when you put OBS to sleep, uh, the broadcasting software to sleep, and then wake it back up, it fucks up your entire thing. Yeah, um, it really does. Uh, computers, you know. You and I didn't spend, didn't spend two and a half hours trying to figure something out that could have been easily fixed by resetting something. You reset yeah. it first. Yeah. Step one. Step one is reset. Have you tried turning Always. it off and on again? <laughs> Tech support. Uh, Sam says we sound good, so good. Awesome. Hey, Sam. Mm. Hi, Sam. Um, so, yeah, let's start with Nintendo, who, when we were predicting stuff um, last time around, I, I think our, our sort of general feeling was uh, excited, but manage your expectations because it's Nintendo. I think that was a safe bet. Essentially, right? Yeah. It was just like, yeah. uh, I felt the they, have, they have potential to announce a ton of cool stuff, but they'll probably just talk for a long time about the games we already know about and maybe give us one or two little things here and there. Um, and they only have 25 minutes, so how much could they possibly do in 25 minutes? The answer was a whole hell of a lot in 25 yeah. minutes. Quite <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, God. It was a hell of a way to wrap up the major press conferences, um, I think, for the weekend and beginning of the week. Um, they they started off with which looked like probably some sort of like Viagra or Zoloft commercial with uh, <laughs> Reggie walking around a, a house. Reggie <laughs> speaking <laughs> some very bizarre poetry about yeah. if it's a battle, it's a game. Close a game, your foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just I love the I love the bits where he was on the beach. That was hilarious. Yes. Yeah, I want the Muppets back. He starts off in the house and he's, one of the things he says is, close your focus, but open your mind. (laughs) (laughs) None of that makes any sense, Reggie. It sounds like a Genji. Which, uh, for what it's worth, before, you know, the Mario stuff, that was kind of a necessary thing to say. Mm. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
We should have took his advice. We should have. We definitely, we definitely should have. We, we, none of us are ready for what else I to come. I know what you know. Mm. So <laughs> Reggie comes out and he gives a little speech. You know, it's a very like, oh, hello there. I didn't, I didn't see you there sort of moment. Um, and then the house falls away and we're into like yeah. our, our first of our trailers. And um, all we were missing was the bathtubs and it could have been a Cialis commercial. It's true, yeah. <laughs> People running, <laughs> running down the beach, smiling and pushing each other on tire swings. Um, By the, his TV stand, he had a had a basket full of empty wine bottles. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's decoration. Uh, and there was like a, a book on the coffee table that was like colored and branded like Nintendo Switch, but it was like a giant oh. hardcover book. It was very weird. It was a very, very weird thing. Yeah. Um, so they break into, the first trailer show is Xenoblade Chronicles 2, um, which is a game that they showed off initially at the reveal uh, that we know is definitely coming this year now. A uh, big... You know, kind of anime-inspired as far as art style, JRPG. This is the the third of the Xenoblade Chronicles series. Obviously, the series has kind of roots going back very far um, in other in other um, RPGs, and the Xeno the Xeno series has been going on for a, quite a long time. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I, again, we're gonna have a lot to get through today, so I think a game like Xenoblade Chronicles, one of those we're gonna say like it's coming out this year. Let's see how it is. I'm not particularly psyched to play it, but um, it, yeah. it it's cool that it's part of their lineup coming out for this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I think it's a very, it's big, said, game. very big game. Um, holiday, yeah. so probably November, October, November. Mm-hmm. Or, or December. I mean, the, the Xenoblade Chronicles X came out in December yeah. of the year oh, it came okay. out. So mm-hmm. mm. it's not it's not a giant game for them, right? That That's, that's definitely a very niche, you know, it was part of that Project Rainfall thing with the Wii where... All of these Japan these RPGs came out for the Wii, and they weren't going to come over here. And then there was like a big push by fans to get them out, and and they came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Xenoblade Chronicles was definitely the most successful of those games. Um, so we're getting them more regularly now in the United States, which is cool. So I'm sure it will do fine for them. It's not one of their their, their big titles. Uh, and then I believe we went straight into uh, Kirby, which is just for right now called Kirby. Kirby. Uh, I don't know. I hope that, they keep that. That's all I, I hope need. they keep. I, I hope they keep it too. But. It uh, looks like a a Kirby game, like a, like a like a it's a side scrolling two point five D platformer. Four players. Uh, yeah, is it definitely four players? It looked sure looked like there were Be- four different players running around. Because there. Uh, w- one of the mechanics in the game is you can like this is like a thing for Nintendo, I guess. Like y- you're not just like sucking up the people and taking their powers. You're also like pos- making them fight for you. So that like that you have like a party of characters behind you. So I'm not sure yeah. if it's a four player game or that was just like oh here's Kirby's like party of slaves that he has with him or whatever. Um, <laughs> so very happy uh, once he possesses them though. Yeah, I was gonna say Nintendo it's true. Yeah, it's to have true. this weird thing about possession right now. Yeah, it, yeah. it is true. Yeah, so, yeah, they, they do, they do. Um, so so they showed off that game. Cool, like cool that we're getting and it's 2018. So they're definitely saying like hey, don't worry. Like, it's four players. Okay, cool. Um, hey, don't worry. Like, we've got games coming out from the series that you love. Like, you know these characters you love? We got the games. They're coming for you. You know, and th- that was cool to see. Um, is anybody here, like, a huge Kirby fan? No, but I think it's... Imp- well, sorry. I don't want to... <laughs> no, none of us are. <laughs> no, uh, none of us are. <laughs> I speak for uh, us all. But I, I do think it's interesting because usually Kirby is a later in the life cycle kind of game. Uh, usually Kirby's come out towards the latter half at least at the console ones and uh th- this is right out the gate so it seems pretty pretty interesting in that regard yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it like i played 
quite a few of the Kirby games when I was younger on Game Boy and uh, NES and Super Nintendo. They're just they're just good fun, like proper Nintendo games for want of a better way of putting it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what what exactly it's going to be. Um, yeah, I I probably yeah. will end up getting it because it does, especially if it like if by somehow the it ends up being like a co-op game, like fingers crossed couch and online i would assume so yeah i would assume definitely couch, definitely I, couch. I, yeah i can yeah, yeah i would assume couch more than online yeah definitely yeah, yeah. But, i mean no mm-hmm. nintendo the online thing will be um weird anyway but um yeah, yes it, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it like kirby games are just good fun games that's basically it they're just fun yeah and definitely the easiest of the nintendo franchises right it's mm-hmm. always sort of like the most low impact like hey here's like your first platformer type of feeling to, to those games um no it's cool i mean look the, they need to fill out the, the the system with their big franchises and that's one of them um so and it's it and 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 it's not like it's it's a far off um you know development it's going to be next year so that that's cool um uh, the other game they showed off in the same vein was yoshi so again no um no subtitle to that one uh, I feel like that's more likely to get a subtitle than Kirby is for I, sure. They should just yeah. roll with Yoshi and Kirby. Yeah, I know. I think that'd be great. Um, there's already a Yoshi game called Yoshi, though. So it's true. I hate to break it to you. There's already Wolfenstein Two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be called Yoshi this, X. This could they be a remake it. of the puzzle game on Nintendo, <laughs> but I don't know. So don't don't ever think there's any logic to how they name video games, yeah. Matt. That 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 is nothing. Um, there's literally been two Need for Speed games called Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. So, um, uh, they they showed off Yoshi. It looks like a mix between the the yarn stuff and a more kind of papercraft cardboard it, it look. It reminded me way more of papercraft. Well, yeah, but yeah. The, but you, little Yoshi is still yarny Yoshi. It's so weird. Um, why not just go the whole? Why not go the full distance with it? Because they already have the yarny Yoshi model, and it, and they have amiibos for it, and it's very and adorable. Get that game out, and it's super adorable. Um, Made on, first of all, made on Unreal Engine 4. Weird. Uh, um, okay. Which is crazy. Now, Kelsey, you played Woolly World, right? Yeah. So, are you I, in... I did not play Woolly Well, I didn't ask you, Matt. I asked Kelsey, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. <laughs> and then Damn, you looked I, at the camera, and I, 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 I don't know. I had a moment. So. I know. I said we were going to start with Nintendo for Matt, but I didn't know Matt was going to take over the <laughs> yeah. show. That's like, what? My name I is also so Kelsey much. today. <laughs> My name is also Kelsey today. Um, uh, you played Woolly World. Are you excited about this new Yoshi game? <laughs> I wrote on my notes. I'm like, don't disappoint me again. <laughs> so were you disappointed by Woolly World then? Yes. And I, okay. I don't want them to disappoint me. Not, not disappointed, but I think I built it up more in my head. And then it just didn't meet my expectations. So I'm going to try to not have high, high expectations for this Yoshi game. Best, it it is pretty... the best way to go through life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I've always sort of, except for Yoshi's Island, I've, I've never really connected very much with the Yoshi games. Um, but when they were showing up in the trailer, it looks cool. Like being able to destroy yeah. the environment and like knock out paths and, and go from one plane to the other plane. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I know that, uh, yeah, I mean, 
I, I like, even if I don't play it, I like that they're filling out the system with that game. And it's another one of those like, hey, don't worry, we've got you past 2017. We have games coming out, games that are, are Nintendo games that you're going to want to play. So that that's a cool thing. Yeah, it looked uh, like a um, a pretty standard Yoshi game. I'm definitely buying it, obviously. So I just have to kind of not raise my expectations too much. That right, yeah. I, there's other games that they showed that I'm obviously more excited for. So... Right. We'll see. <laughs> so they did a, a little, little like um, a, a little sort of montage of like uh, Splatoon and Arms, which are both out soon. They they did so much less with those games than I expected. You know, like I, I thought they were gonna get like significant Splatoon thing during the, the the direct. We didn't. We just got like, hey, we've got a tournament going on. This is when when he was on the beach when Reggie was on the beach, being like, hello, like. <laughs> This is competition. <laughs> this, on the iron. beach. This is where com- like he really he was right. He should have just been like curling iron. Yeah. <laughs> just like hi, I'm Reggie. This, <laughs> yeah. This is where I come for competition. Yeah. <laughs> this is where competition is born. <laughs> but unfortunately, I've never met anybody who can live up to me. <laughs> uh, but um, he talked about that. He talked about the like, arms tournament, the Pokin tournament. Um, and they showed off Rocket League for the for the Switch, which yeah, is coming yeah. in, 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 on holiday. Um, Mario and Luigi hats for the cars, new battle cars, which I'm going to assume are Mario Kart, Mario Kart, or F Zero themed cars. Yeah. Uh, for the people who are kind of who kind of make Rocket League, you would think maybe F Zero would probably be in their wheelhouse a little bit. Um, but uh, very cool to see that cross network play, except for with PlayStation. Um, because they're not part of that whole situation. Um, we'll get to that That's later. A story for. Yeah. Sony's PR strategy this week is is for next week. We'll talk about that next yeah, week. Yeah, it was yeah. Very, this one guy Jim Ryan is just like putting his foot in his mouth over and over and over again. Um, but we <laughs> we see uh, we see cross network play and uh, for the first time ever uh, because it's the first time it could ever happen with the system it's on wireless networked play. So if you have more than one switch, you can bring them together and you can play in each of your own screens, which I think is a very cool thing. You're very um, Rocket League. I think we talked about this when the switch launched Rocket League on the switch makes incredible sense for both parties involved. But you go take that game and sit on your couch and play it or take it somewhere else and, and play it on a network. I think it's a great idea. Um, I'm sure it will run fine and, and look good this holiday. It's it. They didn't show a lot of indie stuff during their, during their conference at, really at all. But that, a game like Rocket League signals a good thing, I think, for Nintendo as far as what they're going after. Um, yeah, and I think we've got um, more announcements to come from Nintendo because they've said, like, um, not all of their announcements were in their conference, which is like they went straight into the um, Metroid 3DS game um, in the treehouse afterwards. So I yeah. think there might be more, there's going to be more to come. Like they're constantly like streaming um, throughout E3, so I think there's going to be more to come from them. So maybe there'll be more indie stuff along the line, like over the next couple of days. Yeah, um, I, 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 who knows? I mean, I, they did they did that big direct like a, a couple months ago where they announced like ninety indie games coming. I could see them doing that again sometime it, in the next couple of months. And most of those games haven't come out yet, so oh yeah, we still have a lot of those games to come. Um, uh, they um. And then the Rocket League thing happened, and they kind of had like a developer come on and be like, 
hey, like, oh my God, thank God everybody liked the Switch, which was like a really funny little thing. <laughs> uh, he's like, so I'm so relieved everybody loved the Switch. Um, and he goes, most of the stuff we're going to be talking about is 2017 stuff, but we have a little, some uh, other stuff for you. So first, let's go to the uh, producer of the, po- uh, the Pokemon company, right? Like the head of the Pokemon company. He talks about Pokemon Tournament for a couple moments. And then he goes like, oh, and by the way, we're working on, Game Freak is working on a core RPG Pokemon title for the Switch. Um, Fuck me up. Fuck me up. I'm ready. I'm like, tell it like it is. It took so much not to yell. I'm unbelievably ready. It's like, I never knew I needed this. And I I know. I don't even have the switch. I know I need this. (laughs) Uh, I'm definitely excited for it. I've never played a a full Pokemon game before. Um, I've been. I've always said like I would like to play one, but I want to play one on my television, looking beautiful and and all that kind of stuff. And now it's going to be there. Yeah, um, and I'm, they said at least a year, at least a year if not more away. But even saying like a little more than a year away, I expected. I expected like a much longer tail than that. Yeah. I would assume a much longer tail. Did they say? He said. He said it might. It might take a little over a year oh, from wow. now. Yeah. When they demoed, they were like, uh, for the Wii U, they were like, by the way, we have a new Smash Brothers coming. Check back in four years. Yeah, but that's Smash <laughs> Brothers. Um, that's a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. Um, I, I would say it's probably 2019. That would be my guess. Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. Uh, well, it's just it's one of a cu- it's one of a couple of moments that they had where uh, they're just like, okay, we're working on it. We have nothing to show you, but here, just chill out. And same with you know, I knew you're gonna get to this, but Metroid. It's just like we have nothing to announce, but I promise you, like here's here's something. And, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, Nintendo does not like to do that. So I, I'm, I'm glad they they we, we kind of need this at this point. Mm. Yeah, it definitely seemed like a like I said, like hey, we know you bunch of you bought a Switch, kind of just on faith. Like, he, don't worry, we're, we're, we've got your back. That's what a lot of it felt like. Sorry, Hugh, what were you gonna say? Um, no, I was just gonna say it's good that they um, like we were all saying um, like if they brought like Pokemon Sun and Moon to switch we'd probably be happy with that um mm-hmm. but it's great that they're going no we got a pokemon game coming it's a switch game it's completely new um and like i'm i'm really happy that they're doing that because one thing one thing that does grind my gears a little bit with nintendo is the fact that they you know they they rehash their games a fair bit which a lot of the time is yes. great you know i'm happy to like replay classics here and there but for them to recognize the fact that this is a new console that is selling well and they need to be supporting it with completely new games and go, yep, new Pokemon game, coming soon, get on it. And like, I'm, I'm excited for it. So fingers crossed it, uh, it's good. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, they, they they don't miss very often. Like, Game Freak doesn't really miss with the games they make, so that, it should be. Um, the second part of that was was one of my favorite moments probably ever. <laughs> like, um, which was they just saw this kind of black, like, Starfield screen and very low music, and the music kind of starts to build a little bit and kind of see, like, constellations and you see sort of like a nova sort of thing and then it becomes the morph ball samus s symbol then just wet. F- <laughs> I, like <laughs> i was freaking out 
<sighs> and then he's my favorite. <laughs> and then uh, a four just on the screen, which moves over to really Metroid Prime Four. Um, <laughs> you is losing it right now. <laughs> um, I, I kind of lost my shit a little bit. I mean, it's been. I mean, the last Metroid full Metro game was Other M, which was not a very good game, but I think that was like 2005. That long ago? When did this? When did the Wii? When did the Wii come it out? It would have been. It would have been like 2009, I think. 2009. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. 2009, but still, that's yeah. eight years ago at, at this point. The last sure, Metroid Prime yeah. game was what? 2007? Metroid Prime Three? Yeah, it came out pretty close to the Wii's launch. I know it came out the same year as Bioshock. Don't know why I know that, but I know yeah, that, that that's the case. Then. Yeah, six. like oh six or oh seven, whatever it was. Yeah, something, one of those. One of those Bioshock. two. Um, it's been a very long time. Um, they've seemed to ignore it mostly for the last couple of years. They kind of like, and also also a little bit like put their middle finger up when they put out that Federation Force thing, which was like nothing to do with Samus. Nothing like a Metroid game. Um, this is being produced by the guy who directed Metroid Prime games. You know, he's been a long runner with the series. Um, it's not being made by Retro. It's a new team that was created just to make this game. So we don't know what Retro is working on now, but um, I'm so excited. We don't even, like, you would assume it's a Metroid Prime game. It's going to be a first person game because that's the lineage of the series, but we don't know. We have no idea. All it was was there was no date. There was no even slight time frame. It just said in development right now for Nintendo Switch. It was enough. So, it was, enough. it was enough. It was enough to know for Metroid fans. I think it was enough to know that they're actually doing something because they've been ignoring it for so long. Um, incredibly excited. Obviously, I don't know what it's going to be, but now that I at least know I can look forward to it in the years to come, that's enough for me right now. Good. And the fact that they also, like Hugh said, not only do they really doing Metroid Prime Four, but they unveiled a new 2D Metroid game for the 3DS called Samus Returns, which is a, I guess, a reimagining of Metroid 2. Yes. Um, which is which is crazy since that, like, fan-made remake of Metroid 2 just came out. AM2R. AM2R. Um, so it's interesting that those things are happening around the same time. But so great. Like, all of a sudden, like, from no Metroid to two Metroid games talked about in the same the same 30 minutes was, was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and there's, I saw this reaction video online. There was an article on Waypoint actually. They said like, like um, Microsoft uh, talked about teraflops. Nintendo brought a title card. How Nintendo stole Microsoft's thunder. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like this reaction. It was like this reaction video of all these people reacting to the Metroid thing. Uh, and it was it was amazing. But um, yeah, looking forward to it. Absolutely. I would say that. Up until Nintendo, E3 had been kind of good, like it was fine mm. or whatever. And right at that point, they hadn't even shown Mario yet, and Nintendo, I felt, was running away with the whole thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, because they were giving people exactly what people had wanted, which is not something Nintendo ever no, does. Never. Yeah. Here's a core Pokemon game for the Switch. Here's a Metroid game for the Switch. That's the kind of thing you go, oh, I w I, in, a, in, a, in a perfect world, Nintendo would do that. But no, actually, we're just going to get like... Oh, they we're making another, you know, they're going to show off the 3DS uh, amped up Pokemon game and say like, oh, and Pokemon tournament. So if people on the Switch want a Pokemon game, we have that for them too. Nope, they didn't just do that. They did more than that. So that was pretty cool. Um, they showed off the Fire Emblem um, Warriors game, which is like the Musou uh, Dynasty Warriors type uh, game. Um, I mean, it, it was cool to see those Fire Emblem characters in like Super HD like on a screen, but obviously it's not like a traditional Fire Emblem game. It's going to be a, 
a brawler game. Um, massive amounts of enemies, you know, button mashing thing. When the- do we get the Mario one? That's what I want. Because <laughs> they've already done they've already done Zelda. Yeah, but all the ones done- they've done are some sword based games. It's been, it's been. I hate to break it to you, Mario's running around with a gun now. He is. Well, yes. So how long till he's got a sword in his hands? It's true. It's true. Um, he uses a hammer. That's his. Uh, that's that's his true. Melee it's very true. Yeah. It's very very true. Um, I mean, I've heard good things about like Hyrule Warriors and the Dragon Quest one they did. Um, that they've been doing like a couple different things, but they're just not. They're 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 sort of like placeholder games for when the actual big games come out. Um, I think it was the low point of the. Of their direct mm. was you know uh, it, that game had already been announced. We pretty yeah. much knew what it was. I think I think it would have been a smarter move to have shown off. Then again, I know they didn't want to talk about 3ds at all, uh, but I kind of wish they would have talked about Return of Samus in that space, uh, just because. But Fire Emblem is also selling really well, and they have yeah. that app game, so I get it. Yeah, I, I think the spotlight was all about like, hey. Here is the switch mm-hmm. for this year and for the, for yeah. next year. We 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 got you here because here are games. You're gonna have games. Like whether or not they're mm-hmm. the games you you were like super pumped for this year, you're gonna have games. Um, uh, and then they closed out the show. Oh, they did Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Um, Should we talk about that now or later? I think we should talk about it now. We're talking about it now. It's XCOM with Mario and Rabbids, <laughs> which is a nuts, so much fun. It looks really good. It looks yeah. Really good. Yeah, it looks really, really good. It's it, funny because I, you know, Jorah's getting completely into playing Mario and stuff. And so I was trying to explain to Ange, I'm like, these are the minions before they were minions. It's true. This is where, this is like, like uh, um, Steve Carell's, what was it? Despicable Me got hijacked by the minions, just like mm-hmm. Rayman got hijacked by the rabbits. Yeah. And they watched that little CGI trailer, and the both of my kids were hysterical. I was like, well, I guess I'm getting this. And this is before I even knew what the game really was. And then I watched the gameplay, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And that seems to kind of be Nintendo's ethos right now. Is why like, not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, what the yeah. hell? It's crazy. It's real weird. It's yeah. real weird. And any long-time fan of Nintendo knows that has never been Nintendo's uh, like thought process. It's always been like, no, we're carefully considering why, and we'll talk about it at a later date. I'll say one thing though. Uh, uh, it's a, like a bit of a side, but when they were doing on the Ubisoft press conference when they were showing that game, I thought it was really nice that they they like they uh, Miyamoto was on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, with the uh, head of Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, let's look over at the developer. And the developer, like, or the, the, the lead director on yeah. the game is, like, in tears yeah. because he's so happy. Yeah. And the same thing happened with uh, Ancel. Yeah, uh, Michelle Ancel, um, yeah, yeah. Beyond Good and Evil. Like, yeah. he was crying on stage. Yeah. He wasn't the only one was crying. L- Don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> he was crying as well. But, um, <laughs> but back to Nintendo. Yeah, no, it looks cool. Like, and it's like, I, Kelsey, I think we talked about this a couple, like, like a month or two ago when it was rumored, right? The Rabbids uh, Mario game. And we're asking, like, what could it be? Is it going to be like Mario RPG? Is it going to be whatever? This was not at all what we were expecting. No, it's like an <laughs> XCOM. Yeah. 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 It looks, I mean, it looks cool. If you look past, like, the sort of stupidity of the Rabbids, like, I could enjoy it. I, <laughs> they were, I don't know. I don't, I never like got into them. So I don't know if it's just because I don't have that attachment to them that I was just like, okay. But it, the game still looks good. Like it still looks fun. So I'm probably going to get it. And I'm totally into like their weird interpretation and skewed perspective of the Mushroom Kingdom. 
Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a, a hyped up version of itself. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really crazy, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering, because they only they only showed a very limited right section. And the game is out soon; it's August 29th or, yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. which is another cool thing, right? We've got a Nintendo has has kind of followed through on there. Like, okay, every month there's going to be something a, a, a game that's like from us that's something you know whether uh, whether it's with us partnering with somebody or a f- straight up first party game so it's continuing um uh and then they closed the show with super mario odyssey um Cray-cray. we all knew they were gonna they were gonna close it with it right we all knew and, and that original trailer were like well this looks like a crazy mario game and I don't think we had any idea really how crazy and it'd be. It, it starts looks so out, good. It does. It starts out with a giant, realistic-looking T-Rex walking around a very cartoony-looking environment. Then the camera zooms in on this T-Rex, and it has a little mustache and is wearing the Mario hat. And then Mario jumps out of the T-Rex's brain, and we're off into the rest of the trailer. You sent me. A, I, I was driving Jorah around while all this was happening, and Bobby sends me a picture of a cab, and I'm like, "Why is he sending me a picture of a cab?" And it wasn't until later that I took a good look at it. I'm like, "Oh, the cab has a mustache and a hat." Yeah. <laughs> so the central conceit of Mario Odyssey is that your hat, called Cappy, um, uh, uh, you can throw it onto objects and enemies to cap. Capture them. Capture them. Hey-o. And possess them and take them over. Ooh, good one. That was a pun, Bobby. That <laughs> That's was what it's pun. actually called. Yeah, it's called capturing them. Um, and, I mean, and they showed off, like, I love the way that they, like, showed, because it was the frog thing. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> he tosses his hat onto the frog. The frog gets, like, this completely freaked out look in its eyes. And then Mario, like, goes inside of the hat into the frogs. Like, it looks like like some sort of like in between crazy world and Mario looks terrified too. And then all of a sudden Mario is the frog. They uh, tease that moment for like 45 seconds. I know. It went on forever. Like the whole time you're like, are they doing this? Are they? Are... Yep. The frogs have it's, a mustache. It's now. like Mario becomes the venom symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead man. He's dead man. <laughs> yeah. He can possess anything. And it's like we're talking about what what's the nature? Who is Mario now? Yeah. Who is the when? Who does he stop being Mario? How many times does he switch until he stops being Mario? Uh, and is someone else so entirely? I, I, I have so yes. many things to say about this game. <laughs> um, so Matt, go ahead. What what are some of the things you have written down? What are some of the the the, the word salad that came out of your head? The song that they play along with it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's fantastic. It is a full. <laughs> Song that just described everything that was in that trailer. Just, in, <laughs> just in case you needed support for what you were saying, it's like, it's like it a was, they just like song, but for Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, add some rings or coins. And it's like okay, like I don't. I, it was the one I thing guess I didn't you like. Needed it. How could you not like it? I don't know because you know why? Because the music, the orchestral music from the first trailer was so good, so amazing. Like I was disappointed I didn't get another taste of it. It's and so like, good though. The song's no. great, like fine, whatever. But like during that trailer, I really wanted to hear more of that like amazing orchestra. Uh, and I got some ladies singing about hats and rings, which oh, is God. totally fine. I get it, but it's crazy. It is insane. Yeah, it's insane. Okay, Pauline is the mayor of New Donk City. Pauline has not been in a game since 1994, mm-hmm. and she's the mayor, and she's. 
They, like, um, Matt, did you get to th- see there's a afterwards? Picture of her. Did you yeah. get to see the sh- the treehouse stuff afterwards, uh, I, where they were actually playing the game for a while? Yeah, yeah. So they talked about like. Hey, in like weird New Donk City, there's old Donkey Kong's name here. We're not ready to talk about that yet. Yeah, he has to be there. <laughs> so like, what, what, like, where else are like? Is this like Super Mario All Stars? Like, are we gonna start running into other characters as like little side notes? Like, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's like, so people don't know Pauline was the 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 in Mario Brothers was the kidnapped girl in the, in the, in that game Donkey the mario Kong. mario Donkey to go Kong. Sa- Donkey Kong sorry Donkey Kong sorry that he had, yeah. had, had, had that mario was was trying to save um and uh <laughs> one of the things i think a giant bomb guys talk about is like so is mario from new donk city like originally <laughs> cuz if that's where pauline is from and that's where she is wouldn't he be from the same place she's from but Why he doesn't look mayor I don't know because she had a good political career. You could just go. You could ask the question why at that entire trailer. Yeah. <laughs> why? Like it doesn't matter, but why? I guess when she. If did, that is the case. When she realized Sorry, that she was um, Mario's like side bay, and not her his actual bay, she was probably just like fuck you. I'm going to go into politics now, um, <laughs> yeah, which exactly. is an obvious progression in her life. Uh-huh. So that's what I I imagine is the course of events <laughs> yeah uh, you probably you're probably right um it, it was just crazy it was just crazy all the way through um I've, I w- I've seen a leaked picture of her that someone took at e3 and it's her it's it's like the image that came up in 94 for the donkey Kong game boy game mm-hmm. but she's like a tall lady with you know she's she she has the head of like a mario character but the body of like those other people the citizens of new donk city so mm-hmm. a, so a nightmare come to life <laughs> It's so weird. It's basically Mario but, in the sky with diamonds. Who Mario? Mar- by Mario can 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 possess the people in New Donk City. That's like the least impressive part about everything. It's like, yeah, of course he can possess the people. He can become a cab or a tank. Give him a tank. Although I have or to admit, a like, dude, that's just eating at a cafe. It's true. Yeah, and then at one point he becomes like the Hammer Brother. Yeah. But yeah. has a pan? Has a pan, yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a shot yeah. of him yeah. like throwing the pans at the other Hammer Brothers. So it, when he changed costumes a bunch of times, they showed, there were like all Easter eggs all over that. Like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The Mario, he, was, he was wearing the costume for Mario Golf. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a costume, I think, for one of the costumes for Mario Sports. Like, yeah. You, bought, you, you actually, the, the, the coins in the game actually allow you to buy different outfits. Yeah, and the things we don't know is, oh yeah, the coins actually do things in this game. Yeah, they, you can spend them. <laughs> you yeah. can spend them and on yeah. the clothes. outfits that... Like the outfits are functional as well. Like they showed a bit where um, he tries to get into what looks like a nightclub, judging from mm-hmm. the guy saying, "Like if you're not dressed like us, you can't come in." So he has to go and buy like a poncho and a sombrero so he can get into Which the club. He's so it's worn. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but he go- he goes into that club and he plays the guitar for a little while and he gets a moon. So like moon, yeah. the moons have like so, are like the collectible in this. Did you guys see when uh, he would transition into two D? Yeah, the two D stuff. Wearing the sombrero, cool. uh, wearing so the, wearing the sombrero. Yeah, yeah, sombrero. yeah. But then as he comes out of the two D, they had shown like as a bullet bill is chasing him out of the two D, both of them become three D objects. Yeah. seamlessly. Yep. It, I think it's the game of show by far. <laughs> the design is like the it's just wild like they must have been dropping acid when they were like coming up with this stuff 
Well, they talked to the guys. This, sorry, uh, one second. The director talked about it, and he goes like, "We were doing all these prototypes and all these very prototypes, and we're like, which one are we going to use?" And I was like, and the director was like, eh, we'll use all of them.'" And they just <laughs> yes. put them all into one game. I think it's crazy. <laughs> sorry, Matt, go ahead, and then Kelsey, we got to give you a chance to, to ring in about this. Oh, Kelsey, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't really have anything additional to add. Like my notes are not very concise. It's more like. Looks so good. Can't wait. Fuck yeah. Kelsey, just yell into the microphone. Yeah. That's yeah. basically what the rest of us are doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the it definition looks, it of just, concise. It just looks so good. And I'm so excited by it. I didn't... Like, I expected to be excited by it, but I didn't think I would be this excited by it. I think it's oh, yeah. so, like, out of, out of the ordinary. Like, I'm more excited for it, I think. Because it's so weird. And it just looks so funny. And I think, like, the amount of jokes that could come out from just playing the game will be really funny. So I'm just looking forward to the whole the whole experience. Even the, Like, I think with the gameplay, um, I think they're over... Not overreaching. I don't know how to describe it, but it, it looks ambitious. It looks very yeah. ambitious, so I'm hoping that it it lives up to it. They showed this thing where Mario jumped off a really high building and landed, and it it looked like he was in pain. Um, he, he took no damage, but he looked like his like legs were breaking underneath him, <laughs> which was really disturbing. Yeah. Um, it looks crazy, and we only saw a very little bit, right? We saw some of new dunk city we saw some of that um like the mexican inspired world and they talked about how the game is very much inspired by travel and when you travel to a place and you, you kind of run to a culture and a people you don't understand um they talked about it being like very very dense um small worlds that you're they're exploring so my, my guess my wonder is like is it like 30 different worlds or is it like 10 worlds that have like multiple little areas within them. I would say t- I would lean towards the latter. Time. I mean, I don't know. They showed a lot of like, yeah, like a, a lot of costumes and stuff when they were going through that. I'm guessing each of those costumes probably has its own like little place. Um, but it, it looks, it looks amazing. You use the moons that you find to power your spaceship that take you to other, which is what which the, is called, called the Odyssey, Odyssey. Uh, which take you to different. Also looks worlds. like a hat. Also looks like a hat. Um, Mario can also possess other rockets um, as well. So, it looks crazy. Kelsey, you need a switch. Yeah, you need a switch, Kelsey. Yeah, you do. I'm We're forgetting getting... a story. <laughs> that what? Bowser's trying to marry Peach. Oh, that's true, yes. <laughs> yes. The amiibos look amazing as well. The like wedding amiibos yeah. look like the the detail on them looks pretty stunning considering, you know, I think they've like made an effort to go all out with these ones, so I thought about buying those amiibos. Plus, they have some sort of like added bonus, obviously, in the game. Um, and I forget, I forget that like other amiibos will be accepted as well. But like those specific ones will have some sort of like bonus. Oh, bonus costumes! They said yeah for the game. And and some of the bosses you fight is a group of evil wedding planners. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they just try um, and take all of your money. Yeah. They succeeded. They, they succeeded. The amiibos are positioned in a way that's supposed to tease uh, some element of the story. And yeah, that was a really Peach weird is, thing. I think Peach is going to go her separate ways. She doesn't need either. Mm-mm. She's, 
Well, it'd be hysterical. She's, she's put, let's, let's be fair. Yeah. yeah, she put her faith in the wrong man. Yeah. All right, Mario would, is, has not done a good job over the years. She's going to switch to <laughs> Luigi and hopefully, uh, hope for the better. Oh yeah, no Luigi in this thing at all. I'm sure you have to unlock a hundred and hundred thousand moons to play as him. Guess what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> or like, I think the giant bomb guys had a theory that like the hat was the the ghost of Luigi, that he dies and puts his 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 spirit into the hat. Yeah. Uh, which I would believe anything at this point. So, um, why can't they just make Luigi playable from the start for parents who with kids who have fans <laughs> of Luigi? <laughs> Speaking from experience. 6 a.m. every day lately, waking up being like, can you get these coins? Oh, in Mario Run? Uh, no, it's not Mario Run. Oh. It's uh, Super Mario. Uh, what's the what's the 3D, um, the 3DS Mario? Uh, 3D Land? 3D Land, yeah. Yeah, so like. That game is really good, though. It's, it is, it's fun, but at like 5.36 in the morning, I don't <laughs> want to be concentrating on getting three coins in a level. No, it's better than Mario Run, though. <laughs> it is better than Mario Run. Yeah. Except in 2D, it's kind of difficult sometimes to see <laughs> where you're supposed to <laughs> Oh, yeah, that game had a lot a lot of 3D stuff in it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, so that was Nintendo. Afterwards, like we said, they, they, they showed off the, the, the Metroid game. Um, they talked about a couple other 3DS things as well, um, and they played through some Mario Odyssey. They played through. They had they had a Splatoon tournament and an Arms tournament as well. No uh, Arms Amiibos. No Arms Amiibos. Yeah. Amiibos for everything else. Amiibos for everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they'll see how it sells, and then they'll, we'll see how it oh. happens. There's freaking Goomba Amiibos. Yeah, and a, and a uh, Koopa. That's that. Come on. Yeah, they're remaking Superstar Saga, which is kind of cool. That's a really, that's a oh, really yeah. weird, cool game. Yeah, yeah. That, that that is cool that they're doing that. Um, but very, very strong showing from Nintendo mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so that was Nintendo, and then so let's rewind all the way back now to Saturday with EA. I don't even remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, EA's main threats, obviously, uh, a bunch of sports stuff. Um. LeBron James looks a lot like LeBron James in their NBA game. LeBron James. Um, so it's a story mode in Madden now, much like they've been doing with FIFA for the last couple of years. FIFA story mode is back. Uh, they didn't show off any NHL at all, which I was a little surprised by. Um, okay. but, Kelsey's uh, shaking her head. She is. Yeah, she Kelsey, is disappointed. No, no, no hockey. No hockey. No for you. hockey for me. No <laughs> baseball either. So, no, but, they, but they don't make baseball games. Well, who knows? They could have surprised this year. No, come on. Welcome to EA, EA's MVP baseball. Because the problem is like the the now the best selling platform has the best baseball game on it, so they have to make a better baseball game than that one, which is not probably not going to happen. They should try eventually again. They made they made some good baseball games back in the day. Um, so sports stuff. Um. They there's the Battlefield DLC coming, a pretty big uh, expansion to it. Sounds like a sizable expansion. Uh, opening up the Eastern Front with Russia. I, I, I think it looks like there's some more story stuff. Night maps in, in that DLC. Nine Night maps. Uh, um, yeah, it, it looks pretty sizable. Um, women soldiers. Yeah, women soldiers. A, a lot of cool stuff. Like a lot of a very good expansion for Battlefield One. A new mode. They, they tease some new mode coming. Yeah, which they didn't reveal. No. But but they te- they tease a new mode. Uh, I'm sure Hugh, you'll be getting that, and you'll check in with us when that comes out. Yeah. it's coming out this year, I believe. Yeah, right? Yeah, I've got the premium pass, so I'll get it all and play it. I have it too. So. Maybe one day I'll play it again. <laughs> yeah, it's on sale right now, and that like the the um best the, of the, the yeah the PS the PSN like E3 sale or whatever. I, I've considered buying it again. It's very good. It's a very good game. It was a very it good video very game. Good. So, so they did that. Um, they showed off the new game from Hazel Light. Well, the first game from Hazel Light, but the director of Brothers. Yes. Um, which was called a, a Way Out. No yes. Way Out. No Way Out. 
No Way Out. Or no, it was A Way Out. A Way Out. A way out. No Way Out is a WWE pay-per-view. Yes. Um, <laughs> a Way Out, um, which is another, which is another like, your, your two people, um, and everything has to do with the two people, except this one is not you controlling each person with one stick like Brothers was, but now it is co-op the whole game. Um, they, and they suggest couch co-op for, for it, but you can play online. Um, dynamic split screen changing all the time um, like the, and it, the, the amount of split screen real estate taken up by each character will change based on like that's how important happening. the scene is that, that's going on um, I loved Brothers uh, A Tale of Two Sons I thought it was a, a fantastic little indie game um, with a really emotional story and this game looked awesome to me like the, just what I like about it is hey like this can't, maybe it's not for everybody maybe you, not everybody has somebody to play this game with but like we, I have a vision, and this is what I want the game to be. Um, and here you go. And the, and the guy was so fucking like enthusiastic yes, about it. Yeah, it, it, it was very very cool. Yeah. Um, um, he was on the. Um, I was watching a bit of Sony's stream from E3 earlier on, and he was speaking about like the technicalities of making a game like this. And he said, normally when you're playing a co-op game, and say like if one character attacks an enemy. Um, but another character should be um, positioned um, like they're not where they should be according to what the animation that needs to happen the game will just like shift things accordingly to deal with that and he was saying like for him and the developers it's like his exact words were it's a pain in the ass because (laughs) they can't do that in this game because if you're like stealth killing or taking down um somebody and the other person's like somewhere like in the distance from you they can't they cannot do that they can't like account for the characters not being necessarily where the game might need them to be so it sounds like it's like they're doing some really like unique things with it and like the some of the gameplay they showed was like the the one bit where they were like back to back and um, they had their feet on the wall and it looked like they were going up a lift shaft and stuff like that. I'm really interested to see how like those mechanics work. Um, and if they manage to pull it off, I think I think they're going to like put out something really special here. It looks like a really cool game. And, you know, the, the story for Brothers was like really affecting and really like touching. So I'm haunting. Yeah, haunting. Yeah. yeah, that's a good word for it. Um, so I'm hoping like the writing in this game, if they get the writing good, done down like to a T, and the gameplay off right, it it could be a really special game. This one, I think. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Um, they showed a very at EA, and we'll talk about it more. When we talk about Microsoft. They showed a very quick teaser for Anthem, the new. Um, Bioware game, but the bulk of that was shown as Microsoft. So we'll talk about when we get there. Um, for me, a way out was the highlight of the, of their conference. For me, it was the one that I walked away with, going like, "Okay, this is something like new and interesting that I can really get behind and get excited about." Um, that was for me. To, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about Star Wars. Obviously, it's the last thing we're going to talk about. They didn't show any, anything else for Star Wars except for Battlefront. So uh, those predictions were all wrong for us. Um, uh, was anybody else impressed with anything at EA other than Star Wars they wanted to talk about? Need for Speed. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> what? You <Hugh> agrees. <laughs> Need for Speed looks really fun. It does look fun. It it looks like Need for Speed. Like it's like it's it's tough for me to get jazzed about Need it. Need for Speed. It looks like down. a really good Need for Speed. 
Like, I mean, yeah, uh, that looks like they, they might be taking parts of Burnout. And Which is cool. It. That's great. Um, the last Need for Speed game was not good. Mm-hmm. You only raced at night. It was kind of boring. It was a very closed, open world, meaning it's basically just like city and then some hills. It, mm-hmm. was, it was really not that great. So seeing this one, it made me hopeful. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be good. I, I have no doubt it's going to be good. It's just not a kind of game that gets me excited, like in a press conference setting, you know? It did look cool. I... I, I, I I'm interested to see how much of it is going between like the driving and those cutscene things yeah. and like how it weaves itself in and out. Um, so we'll have to see about that. Yeah, um, I, th- I think it will be one of those games um, that's like trailers and stuff. I don't think like for, for a game like that don't really sort of get me jazzed. Like playing it, I can imagine will probably be like really exhilarating. It looks exciting to play, but sitting and watching it, it's just a bit like I'd rather be hands on with it and playing it to get a better feel for the excitement of it and like you say how it how it plays is going to be a big a big part of whether that game is good or not I think Grun in the chat just said Need for Speed looks like the child of burnout yeah well I mean Ghost Games who makes those games has a lot of former Criterion people in it and those takedown animations were a completely a burnout thing um look I mean if it's cool I'll, I'll definitely play it it's just like I I felt like what I saw was like, oh, this looks very fidel. And I think we're going to talk about this a lot as we go through this press conference. For, these press conferences for me, it's like, wow, that game looks really nice. But what else have you got for me? Because we got to a point where I feel like looking nice isn't enough anymore for me. Um, there's like a level now, you know, that that we're at. Uh, so then they did a big block of Star Wars, right? Uh, um, and, and for me, look, I'm very excited about Battlefront too. I think that story mode is going to be awesome. They showed very little. Of, of that story mode um, at the press conference. And it was mostly like a shout-casted esports, here's a multiplayer battle Salt, thing. Yes. Look, I, I think the multiplayer is going to be fun. Don't get me wrong. I thought that was a terrible presentation of, of that oh, game. Yeah. It was it, terrible. Their entire, pres- their entire press conference to me is, was just was bad. Just like they're not good at putting on their own press conferences. Yeah. Um, especially when they start doing shoutcasting and anything like that. Yeah. If they had just played a match <clears throat> with no volume at all and it was just people playing the match, it, I would have still said sold. It looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, it looks fantastic. I, I, I'm more reviewing the press conference than the games. And like in that situation, I find this thing multiplayer. I would rather them done like a like edited you know, like here's like here's like a multiplayer match. Here's show off different thing because they would be like, like okay, let's go see how Ray's gonna do against Darth Maul, and then they cut to the guy and Ray was dead already. Yeah. and I was like, uh, okay, so that's great. And I don't you know? think they explained the um, like the mechanics of the game mode that they were playing particularly well because no, was just no, like, I didn't oh, know what was going on. Now they're on to the next <laughs> phase, and you're like, all right, how did that happen? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. But like the, yeah. the the design on that map was, was was stunning. Like it looked really cool. Like a really like inner city combat. Um, so I I know what you mean. It was it wasn't good. Like they just had a bunch of Twitch streamers in the hall playing it, and some of the gameplay from it was just ridiculous because it was just like people like crushing their like starfighters into buildings and stuff. Which to be fair is the type of thing I would do. Um, Which is the type of thing that happens in that game, right? It's just not the best way to show off yes, the game, exactly. I think. It wasn't slick. And it's part of this whole trend, uh, and it's happening for a couple of years, where it's like, it's not an eSport, right? Like, just let it be a game first, and then you can go into the competitive nature if, if a scene grows up around it, you know? But, like, don't make it seem like 
there's already a scene around Battlefront 2. There isn't. Like, there isn't, like, million-dollar prize pools for Battlefront 2. There isn't, like, a crazy, like, huge community. In fact, the, the first game was no more as, like, a pretty casual multiplayer experience, you know? So this push is a little weird to me. I do know now that Feed is the capital of Naboo, thanks to thanks to this, which I never really knew before. Um, it's cool that you can play as the droids and stuff like that. That's neat. I like that they're doing some variation in it. Matt, I know that you were looking forward to this how did you feel coming away from it? Matt? Matt. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, you guys, <laughs> I, I'm having some connection issues, I think. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the question? Uh, I know you were really looking forward to Star Wars at the press conferences, and, and you're looking forward to Battlefront 2. How did you feel about the presentation? How did I... Sorry. How did I feel about it? Yeah, how did you feel about it? No, it, it was fine. There's, they, they have nothing they need to do to sell me at this point. After Celebration, I knew enough. And I agree, the presentation wasn't great at E3. But, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I like what I've seen so far. And I'm still in for it. I like the new trailer. Um, so, the one, I'm all in. Sorry, Matt. Carry on. No, I'm done. The one thing I will say that was absolutely bloody brilliant about that um, Star Wars segment was Janina Gavanka. Yes, absolutely. I agree. 100%. Fucking brilliant. Like, you could tell she was loving every second of that, and it was so cool to see. And, like, the way she just, like, came on stage and she just looked like she had that, like, fierce look on on her face. Um, I'm just stood there looking all like mean and moody, and then the facade broke, and you would. She was just like, "My mum's here, it's just great." <laughs> and I was just like, oh, "I love this woman. She's so cool." Um, like she was brilliant. Like I think I think she sort of like did her uh, her fan base uh, proud there. She was awesome. Oh, a hundred percent. I I thought that 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 she. She was awesome, and like she had such so much enthusiasm and and so much like genuine excitement for what she was doing. It was it was infectious, you yeah. know. And, and when they have those type of people on stage, it always sells their games really, really well because they're like, okay, this person isn't just like bullshitting me. Like they believe what they're saying, um, which was really nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was hoping we'd see, like, a level or something from the, the single player or, like, a bit of a level just to see how, like, the cinematic storytelling was going to happen actually in the game and, and outside of a trailer. Um, but, look, I'm, like Matt said, I'm, so, I'm, I'm already sold. Like, I'm going to get the game. Like, I think it's going to be cool. But I, I would have liked to have seen some of that because that, that's the part that I'm most interested My in. My yeah. feeling is I'm not, like, I'm just speculating here, but I don't know whether, because it's actually a story that is canon I don't know whether they're playing their cards close to their chest because they don't want to like reveal anything um, yeah. that's just me guessing but I th- that, that, that to me um, you know I don't know whether Disney are just like you, you need to keep story elements like any story beats in this thing like like quiet um, that's just me guessing but I that's my that's my idea as to why they're not showing much. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I would say that I would agree with you if it was something that was, like, in this new trilogy of movies. The fact that it's sort of still before um, uh, the, the, um, the Force Awakens, like, 
I feel like the, the reins are a little bit tighter. We're, we're going to get down to the point, though, where there's like 15 seconds of history, which we, which we have not seen in, in the interstitial time between the two, the two trilogies. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, that's just wishful thinking. Like, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. The trailer that show looked very cool, very atmospheric. I think it's going to look awesome. It's going gonna, it's gonna to play great. I mean, DICE makes great shooters, you know, but um, I, I just felt like they, they do themselves such, such a disservice by showing off the multiplayer the way they showed it off. Um, yeah, I agree. So. Um, we, had a, we had a friend over this weekend, and uh, he's a big Star Wars guy, but he refused to buy, uh, buy Battlefront because that's just not the kind of game he's into, especially with it being online only. And uh, the story trailer was enough to say, okay, I'm going to buy one of these games. Uh, so they're, they're definitely reaching out with an audience uh, that wasn't there uh, cool. initially. Yeah. So, Very cool. Yeah. Do you and Kelsey want to share with the class? No. <laughs> passing notes into the table. Yeah, passing notes during the podcast. Um... <laughs> um uh, so after EA um, on Saturday, Sunday was started out with Microsoft, um, which obviously was, the, I think, the most beforehand, the most interesting press conference to talk about and think about because they had new hardware to bring to the table. And they started right off with all, you know, with their, their deep sort of hardware deep dive, you know, the six billion transistors, all that kind of stuff. Teraflops. Teraflops. Things are going to look awesome, basically, is what the, what, what the deal was, right? So, and then they started, they showed a lot of games, right? Um, Phil Spencer came out, kind of said like, hey, here's like the lead designer on, on, uh, on the Scorpio. He talked for a little while. They unveiled, which has just become the categorically horrible way that Microsoft names things at this point. The Xbox One X. Xbox. Yeah, it's the Xbox, if you abbreviate it. Um, but they just can't get out of their own way when it comes to naming stuff. Um, then um, we get into a bunch of games. They said they're going to show like something like forty-two games, uh, twenty-two of which had some sort of ex- exclusivity on them. Yeah, exclusive. They've ruined the word exclusive at this yeah. point for sure. They just like um, weaved exclusive into every possible sentence that they could. Yeah, and to be fair, Phil Spencer has come out since, since then and, and like clarified some of this stuff. And even, but even he doesn't. He's like, "Oh, console la- console launch exclusive means it'll be on our system before it's on anybody else's system, as far as home consoles go." Um, but even I don't know how long it will be between when it comes to ours, when it comes to somebody else's. That's up to the developers. Just take up a whole bunch of papers and just throw them in the air. Yeah, yeah. Just say, it, it's coming out first on the Xbox. That, that's all you need to say. Yeah, yeah. Because they wanted the word exclusive. I know, I know. But it po- but, but it creates this confusion. Yeah, oh, I know. I, yeah. Trust me, I don't people. want them to do it. Yeah. It, it just makes it a thousand times more confusing. But because they're behind, yeah. they want you in your head to go, I heard the word exclusive 22 times. Yeah. Which confuses people. Yeah, oh yeah. So they show up a ton of games. Um, Battlegrounds uh, is coming first to Xbox. Um, high five. High five. We got it right. We got it right. We got it right. Um, they brought Brendan Green, player unknown, out on the stage to talk about it. And that is most notable because there were very few people who made games that came out on stage on any of the press conferences. So that you can tell like how much clout is going on right now yeah, that, that they bring that guy out to talk. That dude is um, sought after right now. Yeah, so it's going to be like, uh, it's coming in the fall, or it's coming late 2017 to the Xbox, so it's not going to be in their Game Pass program, it's going to be when the game is like, 
done officially out out um but that game will come to playstation it will come to playstation probably either early it depends how late i'll say this if the game comes out in like september 2017 uh, i would assume by like december or january it'll be on playstation um i i i feel like it's just easier for them to get it on xbox first um and that's probably why they're coming to it first or microsoft said hey here's a little bit of money to spruce up your xbox port like let's get it on here as quickly as possible. Um, in, in it will it will have like uh, Xbox One X uh, enhanced features like 4K HDR stuff like that. Um, that is not the game you want to be showcasing graphical prowess. No, well they showed a trailer for it, and for anyone who's ever played Battlegrounds. Never has the game been that fast ever. No. Like it's like I spent, it's like people doing car chases. <laughs> I spent ten minutes sat in a fucking bathtub playing play, <laughs> playing Battlegrounds the other night. That is what <laughs> Battlegrounds is. <laughs> and like they're showing like car chases and fights and like but they show one thing where a guy shot a door with a shotgun and then threw a Molotov cocktail in the hole he shot in the door and I was like I have never thought of that. I'm going to use that next time I play the yeah. game. But. Uh, came out and did it. Look, it's cool. It, whatever, even if they have, it, it, look, I'm sure it will get cleared up as we get closer when it comes to PlayStation. If it's three months, if it's five, if it's six months, people are not going to buy. There are plenty of people out there who are like, oh man, I wish I had a PC who could, uh, so I could play Battlegrounds, but I'm not going to spend five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred dollars to build a PC do that. to Crazy. play the game. Uh, yeah, just lunatics. Yeah, lunatics uh, <laughs> would do that. Uh, but people will spend $250 on an Xbox One S to play the game, you know? So I think it's very smart. It opens up the player pool, obviously, to a much broader group of people. Um, you know, I think for for our group of people, it doesn't help that much because it adds you to the loop, Justin, but removes you. So we kind of just end up in the same situation that, that we've been in. Um, but uh, it's, it's cool, nonetheless. Very cool. A very big announcement for them. That was when that stood out. Uh, they, we're gonna bounce around a little bit. They showed off life, a life is strange thing. Um, oh my god, <laughs> Kelsey's back. Yeah. Um, oh my god. What bizarrely function life- did this set off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she pooped everywhere. This <laughs> <laughs> you. She was like slap Abby. Uh, Kelsey, wait. Do you like the fact? Are you on board even though it's a prequel? Do you like prequels? Do you not like prequels? Because, um, like, this isn't the whole thing. Like, this isn't what the main team is working on. This yeah. is some side team doing this story. Uh, I, I'm conflicted because I usually don't like prequels because I feel like, I like, for example, spoilers for, like, The Strange, if you guys didn't watch it, didn't play it. But, like, we know Rachel is gone. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of... I want to know what happened with her and Chloe, but at the same time, like I, I know how the game's going to end because it's most probably going to end where life is strange starts. Yeah, most likely. And if this was what don't nod was working on, if this was like their full life is strange sequel, I'd be bummed out for sure. But they're working on a life is strange, full life is strange sequel. Yeah. And this is just like, hey, we don't want it to be three and a half years between when the first game comes out and when the sequel comes out. Let's get something out in the middle so people remember Life is Strange. People are still excited about it. And you can also tell, speaking on the same line as like Brendan Green, 
that was like the third to last thing they showed at that press conference. So like there is obviously a huge audience for that game and a huge audience of people that probably wouldn't normally be excited about most games shown at a Microsoft press conference. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it's, so it's very cool. They're doing it. A couple of things suck because of the actor strike, the voice actor strike, Ashley Birch who voiced Chloe isn't voicing Chloe in the prequel. Yeah. Uh, um, she's consulting on the writing for the game and, and she's helping out creating the game, which is great because they'll definitely get the spirit of the character right. And I'm sure, um, I can't remember that her name is Rihanna DeVries or something like that is, is a voice actress who they got to replace her. I'm sure she'll do a great job, but like, obviously those two characters, that, that actress and that character are very closely linked in people's minds. Um, but it's cool because I think that we ca- we take away the time travel power, right? We we take and they said there's going to be a, like it's mostly going to be like a conversation system where it's like Chloe has a big mouth, so you can you can you can be as big mouth or as like quiet as you want, and that's going to kind of kind of measure how different things go in the conversations. Um, yeah, because like I mean, Kelsey, I think you'll agree with me. Like for Life is Strange, like yeah, the time travel stuff was cool and it was like a good hook, but the stuff that was really great about that game was like the quiet, like realistic relationships that were coming so even if i know what happens to rachel amber it's going to be cool to see them interact i think for most of the game that but that's exactly how i feel like i find the time travel thing in the first game was just me going back and being like oh shit they were mad at me let me (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um i mean i'm just like i said i'm just excited to see what what happened like maybe chloe will have a fidget spinner because you know (laughs) how the writing can be sometimes Yes. Um, but I don't know. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm very excited. Like when it came on, I, I yelled, I screamed, I was mm-hmm. freaking out. Um, but yeah, like you said, like if it was a full game, I think I would be like, okay, like I already know how it's going to end. But I like that it's going to separate us between like, I get it. Do you know if the, the bigger one they're working on is with Max or did they release anything they haven't said anything about it. The, okay. the talk of the, the talk of the studio is that they've they've interviewed and they said that the the story of Max is over. Like I, I think okay, it's, okay. it's going to be like new characters completely. Okay, so then I I will like this game even more. I think because it'll yeah. be my only like clutch to yeah. To <laughs> <laughs> and if you get the deluxe edition, there's like a bonus episode that is Max. Like Max is the star of it. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't so, know that either. That's cool. Yeah, so it's like twenty four ninety nine for the deluxe edition. Uh, and you get this Max episode. Cool. Plus this ability to make like your own in-game music playlists. So you can take this different music from the, the soundtrack and like play them however you want or something like that. I don't know. Weird. The more important thing is obviously the Max thing. Um, but, it, it, you know, it's one of those games where like you, you kind of felt as it was coming out, it grew in, in, in estimation. And obviously here at Talking Games, we loved it, right? It was like a, a lot of us loved it. It was a game that we really, really loved. Um, but it's cool to see that it obviously had a much bigger impact than that because of where it got placed on that press conference. Like I saw the Square Enix logo and I was like, oh, it's going to be Tomb Raider. Like that's immediately what I yeah, thought. Same. I thought, I thought so. it's, this, this, is, this is a new Tomb Raider. And then when it was Life is Strange, I was like, holy shit. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that was a big one for me. Um, let's talk about the big one for you, Justin. Which one? The biggest one for you. Anthem? Yeah, Anthem. Anthem, Anthem looked really cool. Yeah. Anthem. The new Bioware yeah, game. Does. So Bioware Bioware yeah. said, what would happen if we made our own Destiny? Yes. And Destiny had sex with Titanfall <laughs> and also Evolve. Why are you constantly talking about sex? Every time I hear your voice of them, I watched like Monster Closet earlier on and every other word you said was sex. Oh, come sex. on. <laughs> on Monster Closet, that's what it's all about. Yeah. 
Sexy closet. Monster closet. No matter what game we're playing, it's always about sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in, un, un, until dawn, it is that game is about sex. Yes. Uh, but yes, it is if all three of those games had a baby. Yeah. And uh, it looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed awesome. about six and a half minutes worth of gameplay, or what we assume is actual gameplay. We have to take them at their word. Um, yeah, of course. But I saw quest markers popping up and stuff like that, so I'm going to take it as gameplay. Um, the faces looked real good. They did. <laughs> I don't think it's any 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 coincidence that the first thing they show is like a two minute straight shot of a dude's face talking to yeah. you. Uh, there's a lot that that game has to explain still. Oh, yeah. As far as what mission instructions are like, or like it's a Bioware game, so people are going to be pissed if there's not a good story with it. Yeah, yeah. That's my main question coming out of it is like, what's the story aspect here? Uh, but as far as what we saw, visuals and the idea of these um, mech suits called javelins, mm-hmm. uh, having customization, all that looks really cool. Flying around, like if we're flying everywhere, how big are the environments? Yeah, yeah. Because they would have to be bigger than Destiny's environments. Yes, you would get from one end to the other way too fast. Yeah, For, I think mech is they're not really they're like exosuits, exosuits because they're like yeah. Iron Man costumes, sure. basically. They're exosuits yeah, yeah, yeah. called javelins. Um, different types. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mentioned I think a hunter class and uh, no a ranger class. Yeah, and then a there was like a brute yeah, class, was like a, like a, an enforcer class, like a big one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like an all around. Yeah, they talked about yeah. world events happening and just like jumping into them, mm-hmm. like public events of Destiny. Um, yeah, like so far so good. Yeah, totally. Yes, it was. It was a great first showing for them. I and think for those who aren't aware, like when we say Bioware, you're like, yeah, but Bioware did a really bad Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect. Uh, God, Mass Effect game. Yeah. Yeah. The, t- the studio that made. Mass Effect 1 through 3, after 3, they went and started working on this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I think it was Edmonton got... No, Edmonton is the main, is the main is, team. Is the core. Montreal. Montreal is, yeah, was yeah. the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That mm-hmm. goes Canada provinces. Yeah, all those different Canada places, whatever. They all sound the same. They all sound the same. They're all, uh, but yeah, like, all I, cold. I... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was uh I thought it was super impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it looked it looked great. And for sure. It's also being written with the help of Drew Carpishin, who was the lead writer on Mass Effect One and Two. Which is awesome. I just I just wonder how much story is in it. You know what I mean? That's that that's sort of like how I'm feeling about it. Because like those games where you're on where you're where you're meant to be constantly playing with four other people, like or three other people, sometimes it's very tough to absorb a story. Because you're talking with people. And that's not, like, yeah, especially... Like, how these... much of the Division story did you watch? Oh, I, I don't think I actually listened to an ounce of dialogue <laughs> in the Division, because that's not why I'm there. Right, no, I know, I know. So, but like, you know, with Bungie, I mean, Bungie, for, say what you want about Halo, but, like, it has an interesting story, it has interesting lore. So when you were like, oh, wow, Destiny, the, Bungie's going to do that for a much bigger game, much bigger lore, mm-hmm. and then they completely drop the ball at Destiny, because mm-hmm. they got hands in way too many places. Yeah. So that's the worry with this, is, like... They might be so focused on, we've got to make sure this gameplay is excellent. We, we got to make sure, we, maybe we'll be the first one of these games that comes out with a working end game. Yeah. Um, that their story beats might get messed up. And for me, as long as it's fun to play, that's fine, because I'm not going to hear any of the story anyway. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. for other people like you, that's like yeah. super important. It is, to me, it's not, here's the thing. Like, I don't even know if, a, for a game like Anthem, let, let's, let's say, let's say a, what, what, Bioware's name was off of it, right? We, it was just a new game that was like this. I probably wouldn't be that concerned about the story, right? Because I would be like, oh, I'm just going to play with a bunch of people or we'll be talking the whole time and there'll be some cutscenes and whatever. But because it's Bioware, I just get like worried that like the studio that I love so much that has done these amazing stories is not going to be doing that anymore. You know, that's the part of me that like gets worried. It's because it's a Bioware game that I even have those questions. Yeah. If it was like Destiny 2, like 
I'm not so concerned about the story. Like, it could be good, because I've liked, obviously, like, Bungie stories in the past, and they, they, they've talked a good game about it being better, but that's not why I'm playing Destiny. Yeah. You know, I, I want it to look pretty and have good shooting. You know, um, I want more than that out of a Bioware game, but that's not to say, like, if it's a great one of those games, I'm not going to enjoy it. I just, right now, I have, like, the existential, like, I just, but I want the conversation wheel and, like, the the stuff, you know? I want to ask Matt and Kelsey. Okay. I want to actually, uh, Hugh, is you as well, because you don't have one. Did either of you guys see anything in that press conference that made you say, I want an Xbox? Um, honestly, um, I yeah. kept saying throughout it while I was watching it, pretty much every time they mentioned a game, it was like, coming to Xbox and PC. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. as someone who's just, obviously, you know, this is my personal experience, but mm-hmm. as someone who's just bought and built a PC, I have no reason to buy an Xbox to play cuphead or you know any of the other games that they've announced you know i'm playing battlegrounds on pc i'll get it when it comes out for playstation 4 um personally for me until they start having games that are solely console exclusive to xbox one and don't come out for pc there's just no reason for me to be tempted by it um and, you know, if I, with the Xbox One X and the price point that's at, if, you know, I can upgrade my PC for the, like, for less than the cost of that and probably have 4K gaming. Um, so, honestly, no. Like, I'm I'm really happy that, like, it was a solid showing and I'm happy for people that, who have Xbox Ones who have, like finally got something like so a load of games come in that they can look forward to that um all right a lot of them are timed exclusive but there's like i said cuphead you're only going to be able to play on um xbox which i'm really excited for that game that looks like really cool um but yeah i i have a pc so there's no need for me to have an xbox one yeah Go. kelsey what about you, you said yes yeah okay. it's just because I have a PS4 and I have a MacBook, so I don't have a PC or an Xbox. So a lot of these games that I like playing, like I think Microsoft really hits it with their indie games a lot of the time. And throughout the show, there was a lot of indie games that I hold on. My volume is so loud. There was a <laughs> lot of indie games that I saw and I really wanted to play them. Like there was the art, Artful Escape of Francis Vendetti. That one looks so cute. Did you guys see it? Yeah, it yeah. Was, the it's it's one of the Annapurna games, right? It, the I one think. with the guitar. Yes. He's playing yeah. the guitar. Yeah. 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 yeah the guitar like one. Yeah. The music one. I think I might yeah. have actually said this is like if you watch the stream I did back, I I I think I said this is a Kelsey game. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um. Yeah. Weird. Cuphead. Yeah. Weirdly, they did a much better job of this year than Sony, and we'll get to that later. But yeah. keep going, Kelsey. Cuphead, The Last Night, The Darwin Project, Ori. Yeah, Ori looks good. It yeah. looks so good. And the, <laughs> the last one I played, I had to play it on someone else's um, Xbox. And, like, these are reasons that I would want an Xbox. I also like how the Xbox controllers are, and I like how, like, aesthetically, how the controllers are. Hmm. And the, I... That's like something shallow that I love about Microsoft. <laughs> but 
and that's why I want to buy it. But then they always fuck me with their prices. Like, <laughs> it's she's ridiculous. right though. Yeah. yeah. How much? It's how much? Ridiculous. How much would an X cost you? Six hundred seventy-one dollars and forty-nine cents. Plus, we have econo fees, which is extra because to save the to save the planet. And then we, because you can re- recycle them anyways. And then a fifteen percent tax because I'm in Quebec. So you're looking, you're looking, looking well at over seven hundred, oh, at least seven hundred. Cool, yeah, eight hundred for eight. sure. Yeah, Damn. yeah. I mean, but the, the the good thing about it is you could get the S, which is two hundred and fifty yeah. American dollars, however much it is. Three fifty. Yeah, for you there. Um, interesting. And Matt, what about you? It was a really nice looking Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a real nice looking Porsche. Yeah, it was. No. no. <laughs> they're, they're, at the end of the day, no. I mean, mm-hmm. it, Cuphead looks awesome. I, 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 I hate exclusivity, but I get it. I understand that that's a necessary beast in in, in gaming. But I, I there's got to be a lot more games before. I, I, I feel like I backed the right horse when I bought my PS4. Oh, no, you absolutely did. Yes. Yeah, um, you yeah absolutely I, did. I agree with that. It's just like sometimes they just pull me in. Like the fact that you could re- no. des- design your controller and I can make it pink and purple and all kinds of cute things. That is cool. Like mm-hmm. these sh- stupid things win me over. And I'm always like, oh, I should have gotten an Xbox. No, I mean, but those, but the, totally the, the truth it. is, like, really, hardware wise, pretty much Xbox One S and the PlayStation 4 are comparable, right? So you only thing you're worried about is install base and like who you play with and then the little things like, do you like the controller better? You know how. Or what exclusives do you like? What exclusives do you like? Exactly. What I'll say is interesting. What you said, Kelsey, is I, I think that Microsoft did not make a great case to people like Hugh and I, right? Who have PlayStation fours, have really good, have good PCs, right? Pretty much, but but Microsoft isn't selling to us, right? They're going like, hey, you have a good PC, great. Play these games on the Windows Store. We don't care where you play them. Just play our games, you know? So if you and I wanted to play the new Gears of War or the new Halo and didn't have an Xbox, we could play them, right? And we could play them with people who are playing on an Xbox. And Microsoft has done a really great job of being like, we're, we're, it's a platform. Just play it where, you, where you're ever going to play it, right? Um, and even even something like the Xbox One X, which is six, $500? $500. $500. $500. Look, for the price, it's the most power you're ever going to get for that price, for sure. It, it, it's tough. It's a tough inroad for them because, like, PlayStation Four has the Pro, and it's hundred dollars cheaper, and, and it more sometimes more than hundred dollars cheaper because there's sales all the time on that thing. Um, and even if it's not as powerful, obviously it's not as powerful. It's still a tough sell to be like, buy this thing. It's more powerful, but it's hundred dollars more. Like that's a tough sell for people. But if if there's the if there's the consumer who's like, look, I really want the power of a PC. But I don't want to deal with the fucking PC garbage, right? I don't want to deal with like six different like ecosystems to buy things in. And is it on the is it on BattleNet or is it on Steam or is it on That's Origin, me. you know, or is it on whatever? I just want a box. I put it on my TV. I plug it in, and the games look great, and I play them, right? That's who it's made for, right? And I still think they have a little bit to go as far as like closing the gap for the people who care about power but want but they want to be able to play the all the games they can play on the PC. They have to do a better job of bringing all those games over, you know, like those like niche shooters and stuff like that. They got to find a way to bring that to the Xbox more quickly because that'll get those people over. I think those people, they made a great case because look, $500, 
you, you couldn't build a PC that's probably as powerful as that thing for $500, right? It's, it, it, to, to push out native 4K, 60 frames a second, like that's that you need a very good video card to do that. Um, but it's a tough sell to people who already have a PlayStation, already have a PC. Um, I think they did a great job with their ID and Xbox segment. I was like, these games look really cool. They did. Um, you know, there's a lot of really cool looking games. Games that I was like, oh, I might not play that, but that looks interesting, you know? Um, much like this, it was like Sony three years ago where, you're every, where every single like second you were seeing a game that you were like, that looks really cool. That yeah. looks really cool. That looks really cool. Um, you're going to be able to play, I mean, you're going to play, be able to play Tacoma from the God Home People first on Xbox if you don't have a PC because um, it's coming to Steam. Can we talk about the real showstopper? You're going to be able to play Crimson Skies. Oh yeah! Oh, the the all original Xbox games is coming to backwards compatibility, which I feel like was like a a big fuck you to that PlayStation guy. Yeah, yeah, massively. <laughs> good. Like, like the way that he said it. Obviously, that that's what had been planned. See, that's the thing that I'm surprised doesn't tickle Matt's fancy. But I don't know if Matt's an Xbox guy. Like, Matt, have you ever been an Xbox guy, Matt? I have an original Xbox. So um, he doesn't need it then. Yeah, true. That's right. I forgot <laughs> yeah, Matt has yeah. the original Xbox still. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's well, cool though. I, on that I note, like their... I, I have to, I, I have to, I have to say good night. All right, Matt. Thank you Take very much. Um, See you later, buddy. See you later. Shadow Thank you. Colossus. That, that, that looks cool. Then y'all, yeah, it y'all did look cool. Night. <laughs> All right. Good night, man. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah. So original Xbox games, um, like. Cool. Like they're be, they've been. I said to you via text. Like they've been so good over the last couple of years of being like, even this doesn't make us money. It's really good for you guys. So let's do it. Yeah. Um. And I love that about them. Right. That that's so cool about them. Phil Spencer is a great spokesperson for that brand. He's very good. Um. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, which obviously you and I vehemently disagree about the people talking about the games that show up on stage thing. Sea of Thieves is the game that needs it because like that game looks cool, but like. What, what what what's the what's the what's the loop? What's yeah. the thing that you do in that game over and over and over again? When they showed Sea of Thieves, they had a narrator, yes, explaining what was going a on. A very British and, narrator, uh, yeah. But they could have very easily just had the developer talking over that. Right, he didn't even need to be on stage. Just right then and there, it was a it was a lengthy demo. Yeah, yeah. So for like that six or seven minutes that that thing is running, he could have been like, "This is the game loop of Sea of Thieves. You're gonna go do this and then do this and then like, oh look, here's some buried treasure and this instead of this like." I mean, it's whimsical sort of like yeah, yeah, narration yeah, yeah. of yeah, what's going on. I think on. that kind of um, that felt a little bit like it was in keeping with the the tone of the game. Anyway, I think the the game looks like it's oh, got a hundred percent a bit of a quippy kind. Yeah, of feel but like to it. I I want to know what you do in Sea of Thieves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I start the game. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, do I have a ship? Do I do I transport to a friendship? Like, what happens in the beginning of the game? And then like, okay, we've got this treasure. Now what? Do yeah. we get another mission? Where do I find another treasure map? What do I do here? Yeah. Is it persistent or is it just like, do you come in with a group of people and, and it's just like every time it's a fresh start? You know, what? Yeah. It, is it, it a roguelike for pirates? Is it a single player thing as well as a multiplayer thing? Like, what's the deal? Like, they just, uh, and again, Justin, I think that for me, it's not even about people being on stage. Like, yes, if it was a, a pre-recorded developer saying like, hey, this is, I'm from Rare, this is Sea of Thieves, and like, this is what you do. And here you see, you're bringing the treasures out. This is part of one of the mission types in Sea of Thieves, like that kind of thing. It needed a little context. I think it looks like fun, what they were showing. And like, oh, for sure. if a group of people, like, oh, if the four of us were playing the game, I think it would be like, a shit ton of fun. Like, okay, I'm going to get in the fucking cannon and shoot myself over the, yeah, the ship and try cool. to take out their captain. I would very much like to see Kelsey as a pirate. Yes. <laughs> For sure. I think for it would sure. be good. I would be yeah. 
I think you'd be good too. Um, and, and so that game I'm super interested in. And I've heard um, journalists talk about playing it like in the demos and stuff they did. And they're talking about how much fun it is, how funny it is. Like, and, and I wanted to see more of that, I guess, like on stage yeah. while they were playing. But I'm still very excited about the game. That's an early 2018 uh, game that, that's coming out. Uh, they showed Forza, as Matt alluded to, with the sexy Porsche. Uh, it looks awesome, but it's Forza. So like, I, I, for me, it's just not an exciting thing. Uh, they showed a new Metro game. Oh, yeah, Metro, which that looks like that might be console exclusive to Xbox. No, I think it's time. There you go, Hugh. Time. Oh, wait. No, it's no, but it's definitely on PC. Oh, so it's, a, it's definitely on PC. Okay, so it's Tomb Raider from last year. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's PC ago. and Xbox at launch, and then eventually on PS4. But like, I, maybe, I think it's going to be like a year <laughs> thing or whatever. Okay, so far, we only know it's coming to Xbox One and Windows 10. Yeah. Hey, I mean, an open world Metro game seems cool. Yeah, no, it, and it looked awesome. It, it looked like really cool, and it was a good subversion of that, that whole like system. Crackdown 3 they showed. Which looked very underwhelming to me. Super underwhelming. Yeah. And I loved the original Crackdown. Yeah. Uh, But they needed to show a lot more than they did for a game that's been in development for as long as it was. They started strong. Terry Crews is a good way to, is a good strong way to start. Totally. Uh, But then like, they didn't show any destructible buildings. All the stuff they mentioned originally. That's fine. Hey, if that stuff just didn't work, fine. But show more than like snippets of stuff. Show me what like the game actually looks like running and not just like highlights. To me, it screams like a, like somebody at Microsoft was like, "Just get it out." Well, apparently, um, press has been saying that the on, the destructible stuff is only in online because they use like the power of the cloud or whatever to do the destructible buildings. But uh, um, apparently, that game, like, because Sumo Digital is making it now, they weren't the original developer on it. Like, it co- totally restarted development. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what else did they show? A bunch of other stuff. I mean, they they showed, uh, showed the new Assassin's Creed. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Um, which looks. Like Assassin's Creed, it looks, it like looks better. Creed. It looks better. They supposedly they reworked the combat. We'll see. I mean, again, it's hard. You can't it's hard see to tell. that you gotta, when you're you watching your it. hands on it. But it, it looked like it looked like Assassin's Creed with the Wildlands drone that is a bird. Also, no mini map. No mini map. Weird thing. Yeah. Um, Shadow of War. They showed. Oh yeah, Shadow of War looks yeah, awesome. That, yeah, I am totally in for Shadow of War. Was so funny. He is. The voice acting was so yeah, good in that first amazing. game with, with all the orcs and stuff. So, like, I'm sure it'll be just good this time. And I said to you uh, in text, like, even if it doesn't pan out, this is exactly the kind of scope and ambition a sequel should have. Yeah, so they take the first game and amp it up by 10. Yeah, yeah. And it looks crazy. I mean, it looks insane with the shit you can do in that game. Uh, the one other thing that really stood out to me was an indie game that they showed, and it's Deep Rock Galactic. Um, it was that dwarf game. Oh, right. Where yeah. it looked, originally it looked like it was Astro Near. And then there was bugs and mining yeah, and like yeah. it just had a little bit of everything for four players and I'm like I thought that would look really good. Yeah, no, there was some good looking stuff there. Um, it, but again, like you said, like a lot of it was Xbox and PC. Yeah, and and like that's great though. I mean, if if it it makes the case someone who doesn't have a PC but wants to play those games, that's what they need to do. You know, they need to put they need to show the the separation between them and and PlayStation. And um, I think that. I think that they could have done better with their their messaging about the exclusive stuff. That stuff kind of pisses me off. And they've always been bad about that. They were bad about that with Tomb Raider. Yeah. People are like, is it exclusive forever? He's like, well, no, of course not. I'm like... I'm like but on stage, you would have thought the yeah. exact opposite. Because we had an internal argument on the, on, yeah. the, on the show about that in our yeah. little group chat. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? Uh, but, I mean, I think it was a strong press conference of them. If not, like, it didn't blow my hair back, but... Again, I don't think I'm the person that's going to get their hair blown back by a Microsoft press conference because I'm not part of what they're selling. I'm not, I'm not the person they're selling to. Yeah. Um, 
they know the consumer like me is like, they've got a PC, that's what they're going to want to play, this stuff, because it will look the best there. So, you know, see how it goes. But I have thought about, honestly, it, 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 didn't, it didn't make me think twice about selling my Xbox, because, like, if there are... Uh, there were some games where they didn't say Windows 10 and Xbox or some of those indie early stuff. So I'm wondering like, if some of that stuff is just going to be Xbox first without being on Windows 10. Um, and I don't want to, you know, because we do this. And not cause, before we ever did this. I just don't like, be, I, don't, I never like being like, I can't play this. I hate that feeling. It's a bad feeling. It's a bad feeling. You've been living with her three months with Battlegrounds. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> um, so after Microsoft uh, was Yubi. 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 Kelsey, what was your favorite yeah. thing you saw at Yubi? uh spider-man nope no that's that's sony that's sony oh no that was sony where's my (laughs) ubisoft thing i didn't separate them uh i don't know you're gonna have to remind me what was there i have here mario and robins i have that was that uh, was technically ubisoft so if you love with that you'd be fine (laughs) and uh beyond good and evil 2 yeah 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 so first of all just about the rabbits thing miyamoto came out with like basically yeah. a wrestling entrance <laughs> with smoke and he had a gun on his hand. So that was pretty crazy. Um, and then him and Eve Guimont got up there and were like the two most delightful executives you could possibly imagine on a, on a press conference stage. Um, Ubisoft was typically like unexpected, uh, you know, does unexpected things and was kind of weird and crazy um, for sure. Uh, they showed off that pirate game. Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones, which is yeah. ship combat from Black Flag, basically, that engine, which is not, that's not a slight against it because that stuff was great in Black Flag. Yeah. B- b- um, writ large into a, into a bigger game. Um, so that's fall 2018. Fall so 2018. It's far away. That's far away. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Because they always, that was like kind of their like, one of their two, like, you didn't know this was coming, did you? Things. Um, one thing that. They showed more. Did. Sorry, Bobby. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, um, you had. No, go ahead. That. Um, transference that vr game with elijah wood that oh, yeah. looked mm-hmm. creepy as all hell i probably won't play it because i'm not playing horror in vr but that looks like in terms of like vr that looks like they're doing something really interesting there so that was pretty cool well apparently it's it's also not it's also oh, coming to other platforms even though they're selling it just as a uh, vr okay. game at the press conference it'll be another other yeah. other platforms that did look cool interesting um uh ub showed off <laughs> they didn't show off barely any assassin's creed uh, they did this thing where like oh Watch the stream afterwards to see Assassin's Creed, and they showed like a back room where they're playing it off a television. That was bad. Yeah, that they showed was a weird, weird shot of the television, and then said, "If you want to see the game stream, stick stay tuned after the press conference," which is like a weird way to hold the game hostage that you would want people to watch. Like most people are just going to watch the press conference yeah, that's most- already been shown the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like so, they did that. Uh, Assassin's Creed did not like. I was expecting like a major shift because they took it, they took that year off, um, and it wasn't. The camera's a little different. It seems like there's some RPG elements to oh, it yeah. and there's loot to it there's loot to it there's always been sort of loot to it but like um it seems like more and there's like leveled enemies and stuff in it now so they're definitely doing some different stuff like that you know with assassin's creed it's always more for me like what's the mission structure and what's the story like if, if there are a bunch of chase missions i'm out if there are not yeah, i'm good and am um, i gonna jump off things when i don't want to probably hmm. <laughs> you'll most likely do that uh, uh Sorry, go ahead. No, go I ahead, just Kelsey. realized why I had nothing written down for Ubisoft why I got mixed up because uh, Hugh just sent me the article again. It's because I didn't think anything was that interesting. Like I was going over it and uh, to like refresh my memory, and then there's nothing there that really stuck out to me besides uh, the Mario Rabbids game and Beyond Good and Evil, only because. Uh, was it was that Sony or was that Ubisoft? Ubi. That was Ubisoft. Now my notes are mixed up. Okay. 
<laughs> it, it closed out Ubisoft's press yeah, conference. Yeah, okay, I figured God, it. I got excited. being the last thing showed. Yeah, it was the last thing showed on Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, they showed Far, a little bit of Far Cry 5. Like, surprisingly little of big games that were coming relatively soon. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, Far Cry is early 2018. It's not 2017, but still, it was weird they showed so little of it. Um, it pretty brutal uh, from, from what they did show, though. That yes. game looked nuts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They were a little bit more like, hey, this is like regular Far Cry, not super serious Far Cry like we th- like we kind of pitched you at the beginning. Um, uh, they showed the Mario and Rabbids game. That was a big part of it. Just Dance obviously was there. Um, there's a big expansion coming to Steep, which is like a Winter Olympics thing. Yeah. Which looked cool. I'm glad Steep's still getting, like, Steep must be doing okay for them. Yeah, they're pretty good at supporting their shit. Yeah. Oh, Crew 2 was one of the other things they showed. Um, Not that much of it. Like, again, like, a game that's coming in 2017, I think. Is that 2017 or is Crew 2018? They... Did they say? I think they said 2018. I'll have to double check that. Um, I'm not entirely uh, positive. I realize we skipped the conference, but we can go back to it. What did we skip? Oh, Bethesda. Bethesda. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um... There's not a lot there, though. So uh, far. But one of my favorite my that favorite things was there. Starlink game looked quite interesting as well, with like the the Toy Story oh, yeah. thing as well, where mm-hmm. you're like sitting in little ships on your controller and stuff. That looks bonkers. I mean, the best thing you can say for Ubisoft is like they go for it. Oh yeah, they always go for it. They're so, like, hey, Toys to Life is dying. The hell with that. Yeah, let's just put out a new Toys to Life game. We will do a game that is Toys to Life. <laughs> you will love it. Hey. <laughs> Everyone is French there, Kelsey. Everyone is French at Ubisoft. It's, it's true. <laughs> yeah, well, to mind you, it was the best quant- games to sexy accents. That that was the best <laughs> ratio of any of the conferences. True. Very true. Uh, Very true. South, they showed uh, more of the Fractured But Whole. Yeah, a little trailer for that. South Park mobile game. Phone Destroyer or yeah. something. Yeah. Um. Um, but that's coming in. That's right. That's coming in 2017 is the, is the South Park game. Yeah. Uh, they showed um, no Splinter Cell, so no, 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 no Splinter Cell there. Um, uh, no Clancy no stuff. No Clancy stuff at all, really. Uh, Which makes me think that they have things in the works. Like, I would expect Splinter Cell to be announced at the next E3. Yeah, probably. And there was no... Um, I, I, I was expecting, like, oh, here's a new season of Rainbow Six Siege. Like, I was expecting, like, a, that, or haven't they still not detailed the third division Thing? The division stuff is yeah. weird because I think they moved a lot of it free. Oh, okay. Um, while they probably ramp up on division year two or whatever, whatever, whatever it's going to be, two, whatever okay. it's going to be. Um, yeah, but Ubisoft, I, like Ubisoft, to me, like ha- Grim uh, says, twenty eighteen for the crew. Uh, twenty eighteen for the crew. The crew too. It looks like there's like, it looks like there's planes and boats and they're really expanding the, the automobiles the and yeah, yeah, plane trains, all plane trains and automobiles. Uh, they're um, they always put on like what feels like the best production to me as far as like, just like the way it moves and the spirit of it always feels like, even though they don't show a ton of great, yes, exactly. Even though they don't, even they don't show a ton of great stuff, I'm like, Hey, that was a lot of fun. Like that's how I always feel when it's over. They're having a good time. Yeah, exactly. along for the ride. They like doing this and then they close it out. It's kind of like Nintendo, but they actually decide to show up at the building. basically. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they showed beyond good, beyond good and evil Two. this like, very like it's all cg obviously no gameplay we don't we have no idea when that game's coming out um but hugh uh you were very excited uh, yeah just a little bit um sam <laughs> <laughs> a few seconds after they brought up because all the way through the um the trailer i was just kind of like people in the chat were like is is it is it and you were like holy shit and i was like no <laughs> it can't be 
no, they said this this wasn't going to be at E3. Um, and then it's, as it went along, I was just like, oh my God, I'm starting to get really excited now. I'm starting to get convinced of what it is. And then the title came up. I was just like, yes. And then like <laughs> Sam had the stream on, but she didn't like, she had her headphones off and she said, I shouted so loud she could hear me like on her <laughs> headphones. So yeah, I got a little bit excited. I cannot wait for that game. I love, <laughs> I love Beyond Good and Evil. Like that game for its time was like, I'd go as far to say groundbreaking. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see where they go with that. And I've already signed up for the beta. You're Mr. Beta. Uh, so it's apparently like an online multiplayer thing. Yeah, they they. it sounds like a completely different thing from what the first Yeah, it's a completely was. different game than the first one. Because the it's, first one is basically a Zelda game. It's yes. a solar system or a, a universe that you fly around yeah. in and you can meet up with other players. Yeah. Like No Man's Sky-ish. <laughs> and I'm not, not saying like it's going to... Uh, <laughs> Well, Hugh, we haven't actually seen anything from the game yet. <laughs> no Man's Sky didn't look boring at first either. No, it didn't. Uh, um, I never played the first game. Mm. Uh, so this is a prequel to it. It's set some 60-something years before, I think, that yeah. they said the first game. Um, that trailer speaks to, I think, everybody. Yeah, it was really cool. It, was, it had a ton of personality. Yeah, really yeah, so yeah. Cool. Um, and it's been so long since that first game, uh, since the sequel was announced, that you pretty much have to think of it as a brand new game announcement. Oh, it totally is. Because like, to me, I thought that game was dead four different times. Well, the first teaser they ever showed was like the characters from the first game. And this is like totally different characters. Yeah, um, yeah it was very cool. That dirty-mouthed monkey was cussing all over the place. Cuss monkey. <laughs> Cuss monkey, yeah. Um, no, it looks like... And Yubi was... It was, good, it was a good press conference. There was stuff there. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's interesting. That's neat. Um, so... Bethesda. Uh, Bethesda. So Bethesda was second shortest to Nintendo, um, about 40 minutes long. Um, and they did this whole like Bethesda land like Which probably theme. took up 15 minutes of yes, the 40. Yes, totally. And let's get out of the way. They showed Skyrim again. They will always show Skyrim till the end of time in a Bethesda press conference. It's coming to... It's, well, they, didn't show, they showed the Nintendo Switch. version yeah. uh, there. Um, they showed off some of the Elder Scrolls online and they showed off that Elder Scrolls card game. So that gets rid of our Elder Scrolls discussion. Um, two VR games. Two VR games. Uh, Fallout 4 and VR, which we knew about, and then a Doom VR thing. VFR. VFR. Virtual fucking reality. Um, which, look, I mean, they're cool ideas. I, no idea. The, the Fallout 4 is supposed to just be Fallout 4, completely in VR. Um, they didn't really talk about movement or anything like that. They didn't really show much. Uh, that's something where I could have used like Todd Howard being like, this is what this is. Like, this is what you're going to do in VR. Um, Basically, I think they talked about last year. They just said, it is Fallout 4 in VR. Right, but like, is it going to be like... your experience. Right, but is it going to be like, move around? No, I think he said, it is going to be Fallout 4 well, in Because it's on the Vive, and the Vive doesn't have analog sticks. It has like those thumb... But like, during those... the trailer, they showed it. Your dude was just free moving. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm wondering but how that's going to work. Doom, he was teleporting He was teleporting around. around in Doom, which looks like it's going to be like, like an arena battle kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the full game. Um... I just wanted to know like what like like how that movement's gonna work because I don't think I've ever seen like free movement with a Vive like that before. Well, the um, um, Doom you can pre-order on the PSN now and it's only twenty quid, so I'm guessing it's not full Doom. Whereas Skyrim VR you can pre-order and it's fifty-five quid. So yeah, Skyrim's the full game me, yeah, for sure. A bit of, yeah, yes, one is and one isn't the full yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, I would just like to see, like, how does it yeah. work? Like, you know, the, the, the moment to moment. Um, 
So that was cool. They were they were like the first thing company to show any VR stuff, which was interesting. Uh, like for the for the other press yeah. conferences, um, uh, and then um, what else did they show? They showed um, uh, oh, Quake. Evil Within two. Uh, all right, oh, sorry, yeah, Evil yeah. Within two. Yeah, uh, the CGI trailer for that. That's yeah. out this year. This out this year in October, October uh, uh, Friday the thirteenth. Uh, they talked about Quake Champions. Yeah, um, there's a tournament now. It's in full open beta, so you can go to Quake.com or whatever and sign up and just play it. A standalone thing for Dishonored. Which oh looks yes, like literally could close out the Dishonored series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Death of the Outsider. Outsider. Yeah. Um, that's the dude you get all your powers from. Yeah, yes. they were showing uh, the yeah, gameplay so. of that on um, uh, Twitch earlier on. It looks pretty cool. Uh, but the main thing is they showed the sequel to uh, Wolfenstein, uh, yes. which we had called. Which we called? had thought last year that they said that it was the old machine. Yeah. And it's the, the new Colossus. The new Colossus. So we were sort of close. We were sort of close. So this trailer fucking blew my mind completely. It's a very good trailer. Until the Mario Odyssey thing, it, w- it was the game of the show for me um, as far as like stuff I was excited about. It was about. probably mine too. Yeah. Um, that first game is so good. Such a good game. Um, does crazy things. J- jumps in tone crazily, right? From like super serious and dour to like ridiculous, like, you know, action to, you know, s- all it's all over the place. And this game looks like it's taking that to another level. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And it looks like, I mean, they're going for, they're going for it. Like one of the first things you see is, whole bunch of KKK members mm-hmm. walking around the town in America. Yeah. Like, and this game takes place in America, um, which moves it away from the Europe setting mm. of uh, the first game. Um, I've, like, a serious, but like, you know, like, all right, cool. We're shooting people, Nazis, all this stuff. When they got to the acid trip at the end, <laughs> I didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> yeah, he like pops the acid. And yeah, uh, that little, as, like, creature so, appears and he's just like, you need to be yeah. quiet. <laughs> yeah. While Anya, Anya is stabbing a Nazi in the chest like, repeatedly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like uh, BJ is back. I don't know how he survives the end of uh, New Order, but I'm they sure they'll tell us. He has a new body, uh, apparently. Yeah, because there's because there's that shot of the monkey with the cat head yeah. that's at the beginning, too. Um, so they're thinking it has something to do with that. Uh, and there's like a wheelchair combat sequence in it, apparently. When he's like getting out of the hospital, <laughs> cool or whatever, uh, it's just it's just such a stylish trailer too. Constantly like doing like crazy like thematic but like unrelated hard cuts between scenes and stuff like that, which is something you've seen in movie trailers a hundred times, right? But never I've never seen a video game trailer before uh, done really really well. I, I'm and so I, excited about it. it's out I this love year. That opening again, segment so. with the like girl and she comes across that guy with like the car on its side and it's like on his leg. Mm-hmm. And she all calls, those commer- like, the commercials, yeah, commercials. Calls, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Lee Cell and then he just like comes yeah, across Cell, smashes yeah. the thing over and then he just like sets the car on fire and she's like no Lee Cell bad Lee Cell and <laughs> it's out the same day as I Mario love, I know it's out the same I day love, as Mario like, like all of the characters that like BJ comes across the, the amount of like personality they were oozing in that like what was it like an 8 mm. minute video like that mm. that one like the black lady character who like when like bj yeah. comes in she's like where the fuck are you going white boy and i was just like i like this lady <laughs> like the, the, that game looks like it's just gonna have so much like character and sass about it like i'm, I'm really really looking forward to it because like you say the first one was awesome yeah and he has some crazy like exosuit armor or something 
that like has a bulletproof head. Yeah, so we can run through the walls. He runs through the walls. He's a juggernaut. He's oh, a juggernaut. Yeah, bitch. looks crazy. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Um, and there's just, like this one scene where like he's talking to some guy, and it looks like there's also like an active sniper battle going on behind them. Yeah, at the same yeah, time, like, bullets flying just through so the much shit going on. <laughs> yeah, so much shit going on. Um, it looks great. It looks yes. really good. It looks really great. Kelsey, did you? You haven't played the the New Order, right? Wolfenstein: The New Order. No. You should. You should. It's awesome, and it's cheap too. <laughs> it is. You can get it really cheap. It's yeah. super cheap. The first two, like the first hour and a half of that game, are like the most standard blah thing, and it turns so many people off. But once you get past that first hour and a half, it mm-hmm. becomes like an entirely different game. It's very good. It's very very there's good. There's also Hugh. Lots of sex. There is. In it. Yeah. Great. Yes. There's a lot of. Yes. There is. Lots of story as well. Um, and sex. sex story and story. sex both. Uh, it, it's great. It's, it's really great. And it made me want to go back and play the new order again. Um, cause I want to be, rem- cause I, it's a couple of years ago that I played that game. Like I yeah. remember like the big stuff, but I don't remember everything. Yeah. Um, and you can buy it right now for like uh, that and the DLC for like 11 bucks right now on PSN or something. It's definitely worth doing. Um, yeah, that was pretty much what Bethesda showed. They didn't show a lot. It was, no. it, 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 it wasn't too much. Um, even within like that first game was okay. Like, you know, uh, um, and if they can improve on some of that stuff for the second game, could be could be neat. That trailer was trippy yeah. as hell. There's which the was basis neat. of something um, really good there. Like, I played through the first one, and like you say, it was it didn't it didn't blow me away. It was it was decent, but like if they can get that that formula right, it could be great. And it's being written by the guy who did the first three Resident Evil games, two or three. Oh, it's Shinji yeah. Mikami. He's like the Resident yeah. Evil guy. He did Resident Evil Four, and the problem with Evil Within is that like, look, Resident Evil Four is an amazing game, but it came out a very long yes. time ago, and like Evil Within like plays a lot like Resident Evil Four, and you're like, yeah, we've come a long way since Resident Evil Four. Like, you, there's things you could probably let me do in this game that you're not letting me do here, but um, it's cool they're doing it. Like Bethesda obviously believes in their franchises and will let them have more than one shot at getting it right. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, Bethesda, and then we have Sony, uh, which uh, was a lot shorter than I expected it to be. It was barely an hour. The same thing they did last year. Well, yeah, but I just, like, for some reason, I expected it to be longer for whatever reason. They did have, like an hour pre-show beforehand, which they, that was like where most of the stuff that's coming out this year was in. Yeah. Um, a lot of 2017 stuff in there. Grand Turismo Sport. Grand Turismo Sport they showed off there. Um, they showed off, well, Undertale is coming to PS4. Um, which, I'm which so is, excited. Which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, how excited, Kelsey? Yeah, how so excited I, were you? So excited because I really like this game and it's, I just want more people to play it. And I think that if it's on the PS4, like people will play it and it's such a good game and if you haven't played it, you need to play it. I'm going to play it. Me too. Yeah, and that, yeah it, it's... It's very cool that's coming to PS4. Um, there was a bunch of super they have like a VR. super super hot VR is coming to PS4. They have like a, a kind of like a Jackbox type thing that's coming to PS4. They're also they also unveiled like this new thing, this PlayLink thing, which is like a Jackbox like thing, like a yeah. whole sis, whole whole bunch of games that are like that. One of which is developed by Supermassive, which is like a murder mystery game where you and like up to five other people choose like the choices that you're gonna make and what what clues you want to share and you all, you all have different information and stuff like that, which seems like a game it's coming out this year. seems like a game they should have showed at the press conference to show off like this new technology that they're doing. Um, Tropico six, Tropico six, uh, and a, a couple other things too. Oh, that the new, um, housemark game. Matterfall. Matterfall. They had shown that trailer. They, they had announced Matterfall. I think last, not last PSX, the PSX before. Okay. But it, they got a, and, they got a trailer and it's coming out in like 
two months or something. Yeah, and I mean, Housemark has uh, Next Machina, yeah, or whatever, uh, in a week. Yeah, apparently that's not a PlayStation only game. Oh, okay. So uh, that's why they weren't like pushing it. Okay, apparently. Um, I think there was a VR game as well. There was like a shooter. I think it was um, what was it called? Bravo Team, I think. Well, yeah, that was yeah, that was in the main press conference. Yeah, yeah the, the, we're just talking about the, the oh, pre-show okay. right now. Um, they showed some other stuff too. I don't remember all of it. They showed they showed a bunch of stuff there that's coming out this year, which was good because they showed basically nothing that was coming out this year at the press conference. Um, they kicked it off with the Uncharted Lost Legacy. That's coming out this year. That's coming out this year. Um, looks great. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kelsey, what what? Let's let's start this. This what what notes do you have about PlayStation? What are you excited about? Okay. <laughs> One, I'm mad at Uncharted because it's the reason we didn't have the anything on The Last of Us 2, so no thank you. Wait until PSN. Um, I just wanna just wanna say Justin was right. I was right. Yeah. We'll get more at PSX. Yeah. I can probably yeah. assure yeah. you of that. Well I hope so. Yeah. Um well Spider Man, I spoiled that before. <laughs> but I'm it's probably the game I'm the most excited for. I think it just looks really cool and all these games that get my attention. Honestly, it was Miles Morales at the end. I was like, Ugh. oh my god, Miles Morales. But the game actually looks really good. Yeah. Like I watched the the gameplay, and I know it's just for the gameplay trailer, but it it actually looks really good. Yeah. No, it looks and great. Yeah. So I'm like really excited. Uh, really excited. Yeah. To play they it. said some really promising. Like even down to like the they were on about the web swing and it's like physics based. So they were like, yes, Spidey's webs do attach to buildings and like how your swinging affects like the movement of Spidey and stuff like that. Um, so I think there might be some like measure of you having to consider where you're putting your webs so you can swing in the right direction and stuff. Um, I'm ca- I'm hoping there's not um, a deluge of like quick time events through like all throughout yeah. the game. Um, I don't think there. I think just it maybe in the story beats you might get those things because like if you think about it, all right. Well, he's got to catch a falling crane. How do you yeah. do that in a stylistic way without it being a quick time event? Unless you just want it to, it to be a cutscene, like be a cutscene. Yeah, that was the one thing about that trailer that I wasn't super psyched about was how many quick time events were in that thing. There was a lot in a very short period of time. And again, like you said, maybe it's just for those big story beats. Uh, and I don't know if, how, if they've done interviews since the press conference and I've talked about this. Do we know if it's, is it totally open world yes. New York City? Do we, do we know yeah. that for and sure? Okay. the map uh, is um, one of the developers from Insomniac said the map is four to six times the size of that from Sunset Overdrive. So it sounds like it's a okay. big game. Sunset Overdrive is big. Yeah. Uh, and again, what's the what's sort of like the loop of it, right? Is it mostly like, hey, beat up some toughs and, and, and for like moment to moment, and then you while you're going from story beat to story beat, you know how is it structured? How big is the game? How long is the game? Is it is it like an Arkham open world game where there's a bunch of like side villains and side activities you do where you yeah. pick, pick off a list? Again, we just don't know. We don't know. But yeah. if you look back at previous Spider-Man games, that's the way they've all been laid out, right? Is like I, I think of like Web of Shadows, which is like a criminally underrated Spider-Man game. It's mm-hmm. Great game. Um, you had the big open world. You had your big. You had your big story that was going on. But there was other like 
side activities that you could do in villains and stuff like i think that's one of the best spider-man games out there i liked uh shattered dimensions shattered dimensions was good but yeah. it wasn't open world no it wasn't and then the one after that was not that good edge of time edge of time, edge of time was like hey what if spider-man was only in hallways <laughs> and you're like uh that's not what i want a spider-man game to be no but it looked awesome it like it, you know it, it was really sharp and crisp and looked exciting oh yeah I, I mean to kelsey's point before when they showed miles like they showed Miles for a reason. That's yes. not just some like throwaway exactly. like yeah. I I wonder if you are dueling Spider Man in this game. Like you could play as Miles and Peter. That would be cool. Yeah. Oh, um, imagine if it was I have so sorry, many Kelsey, thoughts. Go. No, go on, Kelsey. No, go it's okay. On. No, go on, go on, go on. It's fine. Go, 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 go. Oh, I was just thinking, imagine if like somehow they just dropped the bomb on you that there was like some sort of like co op where you could play with a friend and one's Peter and one's mild Miles. That would be cool. Probably won't, but... Well, they've said there is a story reason why the suit emblem is white. So I'm wondering if that's an easy distinction between Spider-Men in the game. Yeah, yeah. Kelsey, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I just have a lot of theories. Like, I'm wondering if you start... Like, I'm thinking you're going to probably start the game off as I get Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it'll go into like a Spider-Verse thing kind of thing. And he needs Miles Morales for some reason. Like he knows, I don't know if he, I don't know if he would already know, probably not because Miles was, was like super excited to see Spider-Man. So they don't have that connection yet. So I'm thinking maybe he recruits him somehow. And then you take over the game after that as Miles Morales. That'd be cool. That would definitely be cool. I mean, uh, Groon is, is saying who is under the mask. I, uh, Hugh, you said that you he says, come on, Peter, I'm at sure some point. there is one part I where he's s- doing something and he says, come on, Peter. And so I, 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 mm. I've only watched the trailer twice and I'm pretty sure I heard him say, come on, Peter. And yeah. During the initial reveal for the game last E3, he talks about um, being like, uh, what's scarier, you know, being the guy from Queens that has to save the world or like taking on all the villains or like, you know, or how much scary it would be if everyone knew that a kid from Queens is taking on the, you know, these world ending events. Or right, whatever. right, right. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, and I agree with you. I could have swore I heard him say Peter at yeah. one point. Oh, it's definitely, look, I think it's definitely Peter in that demo. Yeah. Because there's no, I don't think there's any way that from the time yeah. they show Peter, Spider-Man, hooking up that helicopter and webbing them and then the, the where they cut to miles like taking the picture or whatever like i don't think that it would it's it's the same person who did both things but i think they wouldn't show miles like that if miles was going to be part of the game in some major way they better not yep, exactly i agree yeah yeah absolutely um so that closed sony show and it was a good way to close it 2018 um we were right justin yep uh as yep. we were right about god of war which is also a 2018 oh, game so good it does. Um, oh, dad it's so good. <laughs> dad of War. Angry well, that's Dad of War. That's what Kelsey's note said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Get, bring on. Bring on the story about the dad. <laughs> like um, that. Um, I. Okay. I'm going to be a little bit of a. The, like the stick in the mud about this. I thing. am shocked. I like the God of War games. I'm not a God of War hater at all. I like those games. Um, I felt like last year they showed off that like that piece and it looked so different from what God of War had been. And I felt like this time around they were like, yeah, the camera's a little lower, but like 
he's gonna still gonna be fighting like Kratos. Like that's what it looked like. It's a it's looked like a God of War thing to me. Now again, I that's just what, from the presentation they gave me at this press conference. That's the feeling that I got. I did I, last year. I came away going like, holy shit, I'm really excited about this. This time I came away being like, okay, like I'm a little less excited than I was. Like that's that's how I feel. It looks gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But like everything looks gorgeous. Everything, everything, everybody showed looked gorgeous. So some games though stand out. Like I feel like that game stood out. I don't know. Like it didn't look any more gorgeous to me than like Spider Man or oh Spider Man's one of the other ones that I feel like really stood or out. Or Anthem or like they're all very good. You know, like all those games looked amazing. Or even Days Gone. Like I uh, see, like see, like I didn't think Days Gone looked anywhere near as good as this. But like you're, those are two different types of games. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, we didn't see the stuff that we showed. We got shown last year as far as like, hey, you discovered a new area. Mm-hmm. Like it looked more open worldish last time, and yeah. they didn't show any of that this time. Uh, I think you know they showed the combat is fast, different yeah. camera angle, but it still doesn't look as fast as it did before. We'll um, see. I mean, I don't know. Like again, and I, I don't dislike the combat in God of War. It's just like I've had enough of God of War, like regular God of War at this point. That's that's all it is. They showed that the Midgard looks, serpent. He looks so sad. He does look sad. He's very. He's always been sad, though. He's always been angry. It's true. He looks like he's full of regret and sadness and a little anger. You see, like the part that got to me was when um, he reminded. It reminded me of Old Man Logan in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes up when uh, the first time you actually see him get into combat. He's got his son with them, and he's like, he tells him like, "I will handle this," mm-hmm. but he doesn't sound like "I'll handle it," like you know, like Kratos <laughs> used to. <laughs> like he, he it's like in his voice like i don't wanna i i don't wanna do this mm-hmm. but i'm gonna have to go get these guys and i bet you like it's that like same thing with old man logan like he's got that rage that's still in him but he's learned how to bury it and when it comes out it comes out so you see him later on he like grabs dude rips him in half and mm-hmm. stuff but it was that initial like i'll take care of this stay here we could be a protective of his son and b just being like I don't want to fight anymore. He seems like a little of an asshole dad. He doesn't seem like he he cares terribly. He cared about like when he was, <laughs> he said like you know hold on boy when the, when yeah, the big yeah, serpent was yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, like yeah. it I a hundred percent like when the kid is laying down his hand is on him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's that dad who doesn't know how to be a dad but yeah. secretly really really wants, wants to, be, to a, be a dad. He wants to be a good dad. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a he's a fiction dad which is like all all fiction dads are like that i just want to be a good dad but i'm a terrible one i'm a terrible one i wish i could get better <laughs> that's like all, like all, all stories of dads soldier 76 was a, an angry god <laughs> the thing too is like we saw the midgard serpent and again this is not until 2018 so we're gonna have psx in the middle right so we're gonna see more stuff obviously there uh, but like i wanted to see like like odin and like Thor and like Loki and like you know the Valkyries or like you know the the, the Norse myth mythology pantheon. The, the like current rumor is, um, and I could be getting this totally wrong. It's like we don't know who th- we don't know who the kid's mom is. In the comics, somebody slept with Thor's wife and had a, okay. a child with them. So it's like, did Kratos go shack up with Thor's wife and Thor's mad and like why does that bl- uh, hammer keep returning to him? Mm. Like Thor's hammer does, it's weird. We'll see. It's got my attention though. <laughs> also, twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen game. Justin and I were right about that as well. Feels good. <laughs> Feels good to be right. Um, as always, uh, Days Gone. They showed some more of uh, what they showed this time around. Made me more interested in the game. It has a zombie bear. It has a zombie bear. 
for Looked sure. Like a weird uh, which is pretty impressive. Mole thing, like with that like funny stuff going on <laughs> on his face. Yeah, it was crazy. There, there was a lot of bears. This it was like like the year of the bow. This is year of the bear. We had the Morrowind bear in Bethesda. We had the bear in the in the uh, in um Metro. Yes, and then we had the bear in Days Gone. <laughs> um, like. I, well, they showed a little bit more of what the gameplay was going to look like, I think, there. And I thought that looked like an interesting little, little bit. Looked like had a little bit of that, like, partly stealthy, partly action-y thing. Looked like you're using the zombie hordes. Less is like, oh, okay, oh, shit, here are the zombies. And more like, how can I use the zombies to to my gain some of it there? And apparently there's multiple ways that situation can, that can work out. itself out. Um, it looks great, you know. I was I, I was more interested this time than I was last time. I feel like last year they weren't ready to show as much as they 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 did, and they, they uh, um. And we don't know if they were forced into it. Yeah, exactly. Because last year it was just like, look at all these zombies as I run up in this wooden barn. That Which was looked cool. It did look cool. Scary, but, but it was like good for like one presentation, not yeah. for two. Yeah. Um, but so like I, I think we don't know what the story is. We don't know what the tone is. We know the tenor is. It feels a little bit like it's straddling like isn't this kind of like what the last of us is doing, you know, like kind of bleak post-apocalypse with zombie like characters. Again, it could be totally different. They haven't shown enough to me yet to see that, but I'm more interested than I was a year ago. I don't know, anybody else have any thoughts yeah, about days I, gone. I kind of like the look of it. It's got a, you know, it was a nice, you know, it was good to see a bit of what we can expect character wise, like just, establishing that little bit of what the you know where the your character is situated and stuff um yeah it showed me enough to to get me interested i say i want to see more um in terms of like what the overall gameplay is going to be like um but i do like the whole thing was like using the zombies as as a weapon like that but where he sticks the like the remote bomb on that damn thing and like blows it up and then all the zombies come piling in and kill all the the bad dudes um i really like the the look of that and if they do it so like you said bobby you can approach a mission or you know multiple ways um where you might end up sort of like saying to saying to a friend like oh did you do this mission and they said yeah well you know what how did you do it and they do it a certain way and you did a different way if they can have that much variety to how you do the missions that would be great um so yeah hopefully like i imagine by psx time they'll be able to sort of like properly lift the lid on it but yeah my my interest is peaked yeah we'll, we'll see how, uh, how that all goes um other big stuff uncharted which we started with um coming out this year i think it's like 40 bucks um looks good yeah I, i'm excited to see chloe be like a main character in a game. I loved her in two and three. So I'm glad that she's back. Um, doing more with Nadine is cool as well. looks like they have a cool dynamic um, a, a, as well. Um, and I really like the Uncharted game. So I'm in for this. If it was Nathan Drake again, I would be like, yeah, whatever. But the fact that it's different characters, I, I, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good with that. Shadow of the Colossus. Oh yeah. Shadow of the Colossus completely remastered. Like not just like, here's the game up res, like completely redone visuals. Uh, I have never played that game, so this oh, will be the time. You should. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I played Kelsey. it a couple of years ago, and uh, it was like maybe three, three, four years ago, I think it came out. Hey, the remastered yeah, one, the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I liked it. It reminded me a lot of The Last Guardian, actually, like when I saw the gameplay of The Last Guardian. It was very similar. 
so I'm excited to see like what they add to the to the game. Yeah, because I. Well, yeah, I'm sure it'll be very similar because they're the same developer. I think they. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But... Yeah, yeah. They said they're even like going as far as to like tweak the controls and stuff. Oh, I'm um, sure. To what extent, I yeah, yeah. Controls were really they bad were, in that yeah. game. Yeah, I'm sure they'll Which change it. Which is typical of yeah. like Team Ico, really. Yes, absolutely. So I'm sure that they'll they'll, they'll fix that and change and change that. That looks that looked cool for sure. Um, I, I was. Like well, oh, Monster Hunter World, yeah, uh, which is a big one. I mean, core Monster Hunter title coming to a console is is a big deal. Usually, they're since like I think I, I think the originals were on PS2, but since then they've been all handheld, um, except for like some like offshoots or like remakes of handheld stuff brought to like Wii and Wii U and stuff like that. Um, I'm excited. I've always wanted to play a Monster Hunter game, but I don't want to play it on a handheld because I don't have fun. I don't have friends to play it with there. So the fact that I, I could play with a bunch of people, I've always been interested in it. So I'm I'm down for that okay. for sure. Um, a lot of VR stuff that they showed. Yeah, which some of it looked really good. I thought that so the, the super massive thing, which is a, pre- a prequel to Until Dawn, um, six sixty years before Until Dawn, that was interesting to me. Um, they had like that uh, that like platformer looking thing there that wasn't a first person game. Yeah. Um Star Child? Yes. I think it was called, which looked interesting as as well. Um yeah, they definitely made a case. I mean, I they they showed more VR than I was expecting them to, to be yeah, quite honest I think with you. They need to start like making a bit more like making some waves with VR cuz I'm currently teetering on the brink of like getting rid of mine. So I I think they need to start like making a bit of a push with it and getting some a bit more variety on it. Because right now it just fe- seems to me like a lot of the games on there are a bit samey, so they they need to they need to push it if it's gonna ca- survive. I think. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, oh, and there was like some mouse game, some like mouse yeah. sword fighting game. I forgot the name of it. Which I forgot the name of. Um, it was like a one word title, which I can't remember what it was. What it was, and they showed that Spark game, that like Tron disc like game. Yeah. Um, I. No, like no independent games this year. So weird, and that is like that has been their like go to thing for years at this point. And, and look, they showed they showed a lot of cool stuff. They showed, oh, they showed that um, Horizon expansion, yes, uh, which yes. is coming out this year, which looks neat. The Frozen Wilds. Wilds. I'm not, and again, we don't know if that's DLC or that's a standalone thing. I we're think not. We're it's not like, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, it's extra story stuff, but they were saying if you finished the main game um what this expansion does actually affects the world as a whole so if you're oh, okay so it's gotta yeah, be dlc so then. if you're in yeah. a post game in the post game world it actually like changes what what that world is so that sounds quite cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um that that that's uh, it was cool that they had something to show from that that, that was they started the, the start they started the show very very strong um and they had good stuff throughout it. It just was, I felt like a lot of here's what's coming down the line and not here's what's coming soon, like anything big. Um, uh, it wasn't, and I, I feel like a lot of like the crowd pleasing, like big stuff, like the, the pie in the sky projects, the Shenmue's, the, the, the final fantasies, Death Strandings. the death strandings, even like the Resident Evil 2 remake or even the Resident Evil DLC or something like that, like none of that shown there. And obviously because it's not ready to be shown, but 
I, I feel like that's probably this year what was missing from past years for them because in the past years they've had like those like guess what the last guardian isn't dead and it's coming you know uh they didn't have that this year that, yeah. that kind of thing um and like no any stuff and i want get i am now just like extrapolating way beyond anything that's even true i'm just like i worry that like no indie games feels like them like maybe returning to like the we're too big for our britches like thing the thing you always worry about right when a, when a, when the company's on top for too long they start to get a little cocky right and like oh we don't need the little things anymore we got all the big things now and that yeah. all that little stuff is what kept them going when they had no big stuff and it's what buoyed their platform the first couple of years I just hope they're not getting away from it. I would worry only if we didn't see it at PSX. Oh, that's true. I, I, I guess that's true. I didn't even think of that. They do a lot of that indie stuff at PSX. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They've already alluded to the fact that, like, I, I get the impression these days that Sony treats E3 in a similar way to Marvel Studios treats San Diego Comic-Con. Um, you know, they just sort of tease a few things, but then they have their own show where they do their announcements. Um, like it is Shuhei Yoshida, isn't it? Um, yes. He's already said he was like, "We've got exclusives we're announcing, um, but we're holding back on them, and we've got a lot more besides that coming." So I think PSX is going to be where they where they're going to be doing yeah. this that. That's what I, I agree with you. Like I, I think PSX is their not is their old E three. Like I think that's where they're holding their best announcements for. I mean, like, like they could like I think they announce stuff at um at PSX and then we see it at E three. Like E three to me is like, oh hey, we announced this at last E three. Here it is again. But PSX will follow the opposite thing where it's like. We announced The Last of Us 2 at last PSX. You'll see it at the next one. I mean, that's great. If they do that, that's awesome. I mean, I think it's, it's great for their fans. It's great for everything. And I wonder what those exclusives are that they're holding back. I think the one studio they really do, we don't know what's going on with the Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Um, uh, I hope it's not another, another infamous game. I hope it's something else. And we, didn't see, we still didn't see anything from Media Molecule. Oh, that's right. Like, the Dreams. Dreams has gone silent for yeah, it's true. years now. Yeah. Is it just a VR game now? Like, yeah, I don't know. They have a lot of studios, too. A lot of studios that, that they can come with. Um, I know uh, in our Discord chat, Cody was asking about Bloodborne. Um, I think we talked about that last week. Um, I don't think From is going to make another Bloodborne game, but Sony can have somebody make a Bloodborne game. Yep. They, own the, they own the IP. Um so, so, so we will so, see. Yeah, we will see. And more Last of Us Two. Obviously, we just, we don't know when that's coming. I don't think they even put a they didn't even put a date on that at Last PSX. No, I wouldn't. I would say twenty late twenty eighteen at the earliest. Yeah, or, or like spring twenty nineteen. No, I'm leaning more towards twenty nineteen. Yeah, um, when you factor in the inevitable delay after it gets announced, yeah, yes. we're looking at fall twenty nineteen. Yeah, Naughty Dog isn't known for like hitting that first date. Nope. <laughs> just like Rockstar. Yeah, they're usually like, no, after that. When they first, I remember when they first announced Uncharted Four, everyone was like, it's not coming out then. Yeah, just like Rockstar. <laughs> yeah. Like Red Dead's coming out in the in the fall. Ha. Yeah. Sure. Um, nothing from Rocksteady. Nothing from Rocksteady. I'm surprised. Uh, nothing from Rockstar. Yeah. Though I wasn't that Rockstar surprised doesn't about that. Really show up. Yeah, there. they're like, we don't care. Um, we'll do our own little stream. It'll be fine. It's that's fine. S- but like, you know what? It's gonna sell 55 million copies. The best part is like, all right, we didn't see anything from Sucker Punch, Rocksteady, a couple others like Three Four Three, The Coalition. Um, we, we didn't see any of those new, like big Bethesda games that have been rumored. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah. We'll see it next year. Yeah. Or we'll see it at some time before then. It yeah, gives you, yeah. Like that's the best part about games is it gives you something continually to look forward to. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, Sweetness Buffet asked if uh, Lost Legacy is physical release. They're doing a physical release of Lost Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, if you, and also if you had bought like the premium pass for Uncharted River way back, you're going to get it. Because originally it was supposed to be a DLC for that, and it was supposed to be part of that pack. Yes, yeah, so you get that for free. You get that for free, which well, is whatever, whatever, whatever you paid, paid for it. it yeah. But yeah, it, it, pretty good. Um, uh, you know, if it's saying um, if Lost Legacy sells a ton, though, be more Uncharted. I don't think the sales numbers is the problem. I, I, you will not get another Naughty Dog Uncharted. Nah, you, they're done. Sony could make another Uncharted with somebody, but you're not getting another Naughty Dog Uncharted. It's like Rocksteady and Arkham. Yeah. Like, they said they're done. They're done. Yeah, they're done. There's no reason for them to do it. Um, so that's all of E3. We, 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 we did it. We did it. Um, it's we still, did it. The show's still going on, obviously, and things might get announced here and there. Impressions, we'll talk more about it next week. Um, let's just quickly go, Hugh, what, what, what's your number one game of the show? Um, it's got to be Mario Odyssey. Like, that just made my brain fucking melt. I was just, like, watching, because they've, um... I think Polygon, um... put out, like, a an hour gameplay video earlier on, and I was watching a little bit of it. Um, but it just it just looks absolutely friggin' goofballs. Um, and I'm, I'm just excited for it. Like, the, the amount of, like... Just sheer creativity and expressionism in that game just looks fantastic, and I I just can't wait for it. It it looks like it's gonna be just wild. Um, yeah, I was just like uh, the entire time. I think I looked more confused than anything when I was watching it, and then when it finished, I was like, oh my <laughs> god, this looks so fucking cool. So yeah, Mario, 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 Mario. <laughs> what about you, Kelsey? I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, Metro Parting 4 and Mario Odyssey, I think, are the games I'm the most interested in seeing more of. I think we got a lot of Mario Odyssey, so I'm happy about that, but I would like to see more for Metroid. All right. Justin? Um, until today, yesterday, I would have said Spider-Man or um, Wolf, Wolfenstein, um, but it's Mario. Mm. Like, that was unbelievable. And I, I, a lot of it, it has to do with the kids mm-hmm. and being so like, you're so into Mario right now that it's tilting me. Like I can't wait to bring this home and show him and play it with him. Uh, so that's what takes it for me. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Mario Odyssey, Ben Wolfenstein as well. It's going to be a hell of a day. Yeah. They both oh, came out on the same God. day, which is pretty crazy. That's awesome though. Um, so excited. And those are my two games of the show by far. Um, I didn't think anything was going to beat Wolfenstein for me, and then and then Mario did. So, and they're both games that are coming this year, which I love. That those are the two games I'm most excited about. I mean, obviously Metroid, but that's like a pipe dream right now. It's like it's like so far off. All we have is a logo, so I don't even know when that's coming. Uh, we had some listeners though who chimed in with some of their uh, things they were most excited for from the show. Uh, Sam says I can't just pick one. Um, so she said Anthem and The Evil Within two. Uh, Luciano said, excited a Metroid game is coming out. God of War looks to be an awesome cinematic adventure, and Assassin's Creed looks better than expected. John D. says, Rocket League on Switch, coupled with the announcement there'll be cra- uh, cl- bleh, cross-platform play. Uh, Gruen says, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is completely unexpected. How many years are we going to have to wait for that game to release? Check back in 2019. That's my guess. Best. <laughs> um, I'd say late 2018. Uh, Michael Zudrow said Ori. He got so hyped. And Binky Jenks said Pokemon RPG coming to the Switch. The extended look at the new Mario. Extended look at God of War and Anthem. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Sweetness Buffet in the chat also asked, do you think this new Spider-Man game will come close to the quality of the Arkham games? Don't, don't answer him. 
Don't answer him. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Which one? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. And I will say. Oh, yeah. Which one? <laughs> um, because when they announced it, um, they went up to Insomniac, Sony did, and uh, said, or internally had said, we should have a game that's as good as the Arkham games. That is something they actually said. They had mentioned Arkham by name. Like, we want one of those exclusive for our system. Mm-hmm. So I, they went to the right developer for it, mm-hmm. I, it looks like. Um, so I believe it will be. Yeah, I mean, for me, it all comes down to how good that combat system is and how interesting the story is. Because for me, those are the two things for Arkham for me. Are are the the story and the combat system are both are the are, is the combat system tight and responsive and is the story take advantage of the uh, take advantage of the Spider Man lore the way the Arkham games take take advantage of the Batman lore those are yeah, things that are really into me yeah I want the Spider Man uh, story to be very top notch I want it to be um, like the best story I've ever played in a Spider Man game like I'm very hyping for this game and i Are want hype? the yeah i am hype <laughs> i I'm want hype the, about that game Go me ahead. too the, i'm excited i What's want miles and peter to like blend perfectly like i want their stories to blend perfectly yeah Yes. What's your slogan, Justin? I am hype. You, you this is Bobby hype. and I talked the other night, and I, I said something like I said the words like I am hype, and I said actually I think that's a good way to describe me, and he's like actually it is. Yeah, it is a good way to describe you. Um, and uh, we have one more question. Uh, Kyle B M C F C in the chat says, "Can any of you see a new Spyro game out like the new Crash game? Um, so, I can see him doing a collection. Yeah, and I, I wrote in the chat like I think it all depends on how well." crash does if crash is a huge success sony will absolutely go back to their other franchises and be like what can we mess around with and i think spyro is probably a leading candidate it's a it's a it's i mean it's looked back fondly at yeah no it's part of that original like playstation grouping of games yeah. that people really love wait the remaking what's that what's that game bubsy bubsy yeah they're doing a new bubsy game i know yeah anything's and possible bubsy was shit. Uh, <laughs> yes very true uh spyro was a insomniac it's one of those three the three big ones no now you know it was crash bandicoot okay so yeah it might be insomniac it is insomniac insomniac. um yeah totally um yeah i I can absolutely see that if the crash remake sells well i I think you'll see a bunch of those those ones start to come out i don't know if you'll ever see a new spyro game like a new new one but i can see them remaking the, the that are, those original games in like a, a cleaned up art style because you go back and look at those spyro games from back then like as far as playstation games go they're some of like the cleanest looking ones yeah uh for sure um but i think that's gonna do it for talking games for this week we gotta get we gotta get hugh to bed it's very yeah. late for him thanks for sticking it out hugh it, it's very very late for him um that was e3 2017 brought to you by talking games uh thank you to everyone who uh watched along with us who talked in the chat um we're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna do, we do it live every week uh most weeks it's just for patreon people so if you want to go to patreon.com slash talking comics uh, you can sign up there uh, but i'm gonna try to do like maybe once every month or once every two months we'll do a public uh live stream of the of the podcast for everybody um 150 episodes 150, 150. crazy I mean, you've been on most of them. Yes. Uh, the rest of us this, have not. This show survived. <laughs> I mean, like, like, yeah, it's pretty impressive. We've had a bunch of rotating guest hosts and stuff, and I've seen people come and go, and 
all of that good stuff. But uh, I feel the, str- the show is stronger than it's ever been. Um, we've been doing a lot of side projects, Monster Closet, mm-hmm. your Battleground streams, mm-hmm. um, Heroes Hideout. Mm-hmm. Sam is, is chipped in with Ladies' Choice. Mm-hmm. Um, our YouTube numbers and subscribers have a quad, well, not quadrupled, we're not there yet, but they've gone up a very large amount in a very short amount of time. Um, we're appreciative of that. Um, we ask that, that you help us continue to grow the show and its projects. Um, it means the world to us. It, it means the world to me. Uh, so since I've been here since the beginning, I'll say thank you very much to everybody for supporting the show, getting us to 150 episodes. It is, it is, uh, when I came up with this idea, it is a lot harder than I thought it would be to do this every week. <laughs> uh, yes, um, it's true. It's true. Uh, but your support and the the reaching out um, and um, watching uh, community members like Kelsey become hosts and watching community members create their own series for us on YouTube, um, it's been a blessing to watch. Yeah. And so I just want to say thank you to everybody for it. Let's not forget that this other guy, too, was also just a community member. But uh, was, you were community <laughs> members of Talking Comics. I was there I know. You, like, things were on the ground, man. This is like... Yeah, but, I know. Yeah, it's been like, a long time. I want to say, like, massive thank you to everybody who watched like my live streams and commentary of the E3 conferences. Um, I know they were a bit glitchy, um, but it seems, judging by tonight, we've uh, figured that out. Don't fucking put OBS in sleep mode. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I I had so much fun it was great like interacting with people in the stream it was just absolutely fantastic um and yeah i love doing this like we're uh, it feels like a bit like weird like thing we're really sort of like building up to something right now like our twitch is growing we're you know we're on the verge of i we think being invited to become an affiliate which is exciting Um, yes yes like i'm just I'm chomping at the bit for us to just take these next steps and keep going and just, you know, hopefully, like, I don't think we're ever going to be able to, although I said it to Bobby, quit my job and, um, you know, get a Talking Games private jet. But, you know, you never know. you got to have ambitions, haven't you? Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm having a fucking ball being on this show and um, just sitting here and listening to Kelsey say damn right disgusting things is an absolute joy <laughs> um yes you actually witnessed me laugh until I cried earlier on so thank you for that Kelsey <laughs> no problem I, I don't want to get all, all sappy after you said that <laughs> like I don't want to be sweet <laughs> like I don't know what to say I'm very happy I'm happy you guys are my friends and the show gave me uh, more confidence to talk on the internet than I had before. So, thank you. Yeah, I'm very fi- happy. <laughs> 50 episodes ago, Kelsey, you called into our 100th show. Yeah. And then afterwards, that night, we had a conversation. It was like, we're, we decided to invite you on as a host. We just didn't know when. Mm-hmm. And we had to yeah. wait for the right time. But 50 episodes later... Fifty episodes from now, you'll be hosting the podcast, and all of us will be we'll gone. All be, be we'll sur- be all be long yeah, dead. Say we'll be, yeah. <laughs> you'll be surrounded by a whole bunch of new people. Yeah, um, the, young, the young ones keep the podcast mm-hmm. alive. So yeah, the millennials are going to take over. Um, <laughs> I see you guys dabbing. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Oh wait, I I technically am a millennial. Yeah, we we all are. technically millennials. God damn it! 
Yeah, eighty-two is the cutoff, I think. Um, oh, but uh, yeah, you, you made it out. Uh, we'll, we'll get Kelsey streaming at some point. She'll she'll do some streams at some point. It, I, I'm shy. Um, Bullshit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm <then>. wet. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shy. So surprisingly, you're like I'm getting red. You're yeah, yeah. Shy. <laughs> um. And just so everybody knows, too, um, if you're watching on Twitch right now, you might see there's like a little panel that says, like, leave us a tip. I just want everybody to know that, like, if you if you leave a tip, who's ever streaming at the time gets 100 percent of that money. Like, it's not going it, well, it goes through me, but immediately to the people who are streaming. So if you love if you're watching a stream of Hughes and you love it, like you tip him, that money is going to him. Um, same with Kelsey, same with Justin. You know, if it's more than one person, it'll get split. You know, just to let all of, all of you guys know. Add it because um, it's not there right now. So this is how it looks. I didn't put it on there early on. Oh, adding it. Oh, oh no, that's okay. There's like a panel like in the actual Twitch profile oh. we have. That's there. But this is the overlay we have. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, you switch it. Okay, I gotcha. Uh. So just so you guys know, I mean, that's it. It, it doesn't matter. Like you don't have to. We don't really ask anybody to. But if you if you want to. I want you to know how the process goes because we had it up the other night and people were asking, apparently some people in the chat, like how it worked. And I wanted to let everybody know that, that that's how it works. Um, but if you don't, if you don't follow us on Twitch, go to twitch.tv slash talking games and, and follow us. Uh, I'm doing a morning run tomorrow. I'm probably gonna do more dead cells. And then Friday, Hugh and I got a battleground yes, stream in the morning the going on. Chicken go for that chicken. Go for that chicken dinner. I didn't, I didn't say, uh, Cody as well. Oh, yes. I mentioned everybody, I think, but Cody. So I wanted to make sure that I mentioned <laughs> Cody as well. <laughs> um, and big thanks, of course, to, to Jackie and Rob and Steve and Chuck. Uh, Bob. And Bob, yeah, who, who were, were on the show and were huge parts of the show uh, all, the, all the way through. I can still remember <laughs> the day our like, Skype meeting you, me, and Steve had where, where we like... Uh, it was like the first time I ever really talked to you. It's true. I, all I knew you from was when you would pop on Brood and Boarded and you would be uh, incredibly loud because you had the Astro headset on. It was super loud. <laughs> like, Justin, you're killing that. us. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, you know, hopefully we'll be seeing you for 200. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited too about all the video stuff. It's been really cool. Like the last couple of months have been like the most fun I've like ever had doing this stuff, uh, doing all the video stuff. So looking forward to more of that. There's a new monster closet out right now. Actually, I put it out today. So I killed some people. Killed some people. No sex. Killed some people. I'm excited. No sex. The ones to try. You did. You did literally everything you could have done wrong with her in that cabin. You did wrong. <laughs> what to keep her alive? No, no, to get her out of her clothes. <laughs> we can actually get yep. her out of her. Yeah. Clothes? Oh God damn it! We're gonna have to replay this. She game. can get dragged through that mud just like in brawn panties. Dragged through that snow in brawn panties. Well, he's not the smoothest guy in the world. He's not. Not not, not your version of Mike. But you're starting to warm to him now, I can tell. He's kind of... I know. You, you hit the moment. Everybody has that moment with him where they go like, he's a fucking idiot. He's an asshole. And then you go, wait a second. Yeah. Mike's not that bad. He's probably still going to die. There's only one hero of this story. <laughs> Ashley. And she's not looking too good. Oh, no. You, no I mean, she's looking okay right now. There's one point in this game where there's a decision you need to make, and I'm waiting to see which way you go. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but... <laughs> I cannot wait to see yeah. what you do. I cannot wait. In the back of my mind, I legitimately thought at one point, it was like, before we start this, I am going to go on a wiki and just no. read it all. But before we started it, and that way I was and just not tell anybody and then play the game and save everybody. And everyone would be like, Justin's the best. And I'd be like, I know, obviously. I was still very surprised you did all the whole quick time event 
with Mike chasing Jessica perfectly. That'll never happen again. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, but yeah, we're having a lot of fun doing a lot of videos. Check out our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. Once we get to 100, I can say like, oh, just go to youtube.com slash talking games. But right now it's like youtube.com slash a six nine zero 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 six zero three dash. But there's a link to it in the Twitch profile. And so. please, one last thing. Mm-hmm. Leave us reviews on iTunes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Leave us, rate and review us Justin on iTunes. Justin loves the reviews. We haven't gotten any in a while, so if you could review we it, that would mean nice something. Nice ones. We have, we have not. All right, let's get out of here. All right, let's, let's get out of here. Um, oh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bobby Shortle. Justin. Jerok, J-R-O-K. At Hugh. And Kelsey. Kelsamis, K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. And Matt is at Johnny Mattwood. Oh, yes. Matt is at Johnny Mattwood. But that's going to do it for the 150th episode of the Talking Games podcast. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another.